back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Under the Influence Podcast. Episode 122. 122. 122. As always, I'm Big Cass. I'm that guy, PM. And uh, we are here for another episode of <laughs> Listening and Influence Viewing Pleasures. <laughs> All that good shit. All that good shit. On All that good shit. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, a bunch of other shit I ain't never heard of. They got us on. <laughs> <laughs> All type of shit you ain't never heard All of. All types of extravagant <laughs> shit that your wildest dreams couldn't even imagine. <laughs> your wildest dreams. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. You I feel me, good. You and me both, man. I'm a little tired just because I eat a... Hellified dinner before you got here. Outside of that, I caught up on some sleep this weekend, boy. There's a much needed man. I caught up on some sleep too, man. Some mega sleep, man. That's all I was doing for some reason. Listen, bro, I went hard yesterday. Other than aching and shit on Friday, yeah, I just slept all day Friday. I was like, I can't even move, man. I wasn't even sick. That's the whole fucked up problem. Just your body just going through it. Yeah. That's that moving around, doing too much, getting older. Your body will let you know you done reached your little limit. Yeah. You, know, you got to keep fighting. Yeah, I got up to it. I ain't want to stiffen up. Man. Man. All right, how we kicking this thing off, brother? You got any RPs? Uh, you, yeah, you know the big one. Uh, RP to Dick Buckus. I didn't realize he passed. Yeah, he passed. The Bears. Some, sometime during the last week. I think it'll be the Friday. Bears. Yep. Yeah. I want to say he was 80. He was in his 80s. I think he was older. But yeah, he passed. The rest of these dick buckets. Yes, sir. You did your thing, bucko. Yeah, but other than that, I don't have any other ones. Okay. Good deal. Um, I'm going to start off with the Blueface Bullshit Chronicles. Did you see that nigga what? taking selfies of Blueface in court when he was after he got the decision on it? What? Hold up. You were supposed to take a selfie of no, himself? The nigga that told him was taking selfies of him. What'd he tell? I don't even know what's going on. Remember we talked about it. He shot that nigga yeah. outside the strip club. Yeah. Okay, so he finally went to trial for that. He okay. ended up getting like four years of some goofy shit. But his lawyer got suspended, so he was on probation and with backup time. And, mm. You know what I'm saying? But the nigga that he shot was in court taking selfies after he told on the nigga. Like, look at this dusty ass nigga behind me. I just told on him. This nigga so dusty. <laughs> and you dusty, though. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like he, he's a spawn of Pinky and shit. Man, I said, boy, these new age tattletale niggas is... Got his face in there and everything. He's a he's a California snitch. Yeah. <laughs> Since like sixty months. Well, I don't know. I can't say he's a snitch. He's a victim, right? Yeah, he's a victim. Right. I, I can't call him a snitch then. But it's the thing. Or if you of that life, yeah, you don't do no telling. Okay. Telling's only for civilians. That is true. If you a street dick and you got caught up in some street shit, you just got the bad end of it. You don't go tell them. Yeah, that's true. That makes you a snitch. I ain't know you a street nigga. Yeah, now if you a civilian and the motherfucker do some shit to you, you go on ahead and tell. So Blueface is a street nigga? He's supposed to be a super crip. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, he's rich, though. <laughs> I'm talking about he was born with rich, so. I don't 
I deep dived on him. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, where's this nigga come from? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you're right. He, his, his dad shit was crisp. And, um, but his mom should make money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So She's a hood extraordinary though. She be all on his... And she be embarrassing him and shit. Humiliating him and shit. Didn't her... No. Yeah. Did her just talking to a fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Krishan beat her up. Okay. And Blueface knocked out Krishan daddy. Yep. I remember that. Krishan daddy kind of earned that one. Bro. Yeah, he did. And his brother. Yeah. Her, her brother. Yeah. Her brother need, need to ass whooping too. But yeah, man. When you, Get your daddy beat up. When you love that life, <laughs> man. You ain't supposed to be no tattletubber, man. Nah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I didn't know he was from the streets yeah. like that. When I just I, thought he was some random nigga he got into it. When I got popped, I know exactly who did it. Before. The detectives come talk to me. Man, I don't know who did this to me, man. Maybe somewhere else to me. <laughs> well, you need to tell us something. I'm telling you, I don't know nothing. Or what? Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, get on somewhere now. Why he threaten you with shit like that? Well, 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 we know who did it, too. And if you do anything and something so happens to those people that you don't know, If something so happens to those people that you don't know, we'll yeah. be to come see you. Whatever, nigga. Get out of my hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. But like I said, if I was just some nigga minding my business, getting off work, doing my thing, as niggas ran up, you got their right pointing, pointing fingers. Yeah. Niggas fucking me for no reason. That's true. But I was in that world, so shit happens to you. I feel you. You're supposed to hold court in the streets, baby. Hey, you should take a selfie. This nigga, this nigga took a selfie, nigga. I'm in court with Blueface, nigga. After he told him on him. That was after he took the stand on him. Oh, he's bold. He's bold. Yeah. He's bold. That nigga took the stand, and then what? that was Blueface getting uh, found guilty. So, like, Buddy had already told, and he was back in the audience, like, watching to see if he was going to get found guilty or not. And when the nigga was being found guilty, the nigga took a selfie. Uh yeah, that's crazy. Such a tattletale extraordinaire, boy. Charles the White got niggas acting different. He's silly. <laughs> yeah, I got on, um, I started getting on, I, cause I didn't like Blueface at first. What was that, Tatiana? Yeah. I, don't I didn't like that shit. He got, but, some, um, he got a couple songs that I ain't. When he was on the song with DDG, uh, yeah. Moonwalking in Calabasas, mm-hmm. that, that's what I was like, oh, okay, I can hear the potential in the song. Now, you know what I'm saying? You but, remember, that, remember that clip, Dave? <laughs> Ever show you that clip when Blue when Daylight was being and he was talking about Blueface? <laughs> yeah. He says a new maverick on the flag. Blueface baby. Said, you gonna respect my pimping. He said, it's the only nigga I know. Rap his rhymes on Friday and they give him the beat on Monday. <laughs> True. And he, he knows said, it too. He, said, this nigga and he up, knows it. He said this nigga show up to concerts at eight o'clock, he performs at five. <laughs> <laughs> Truth though. Sit in the beat comes on eight o'clock. <laughs> uh, shit, I got a. Uh, was you done with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got thirty six million. <laughs> this is kind of cool, but I don't know if he's gonna get all of it. Uh, a deaf truck driver. Okay. Was awarded thirty six million by a jury uh, for discrimination. Don't forget what iron was in the deaf. Yeah, basically. No, they didn't want to hire him. Okay. Uh, deaf man who says the truck driving company told him they would not hire him because he couldn't hear and won $36 million in damages by a jury a month ago. His name is Victor Robinson. He's in his 40s. Uh, he's been deaf his whole life. Uh, he told the uh, news that uh, Warner Enterprises Trucking Company passed 
him and their commercial driver's license, so he got a CDL. Okay. His trading program. So he went through the training program. Yeah, but when he applied for a job in 2016, the company's vice president of safety and compliance, Jamie Ham. Sound not deaf man. Who was Jamie Moss at the time? Told him, which must, this must be a female then. Told him he couldn't get the job. Uh, she said it says it was, it was really intense. Uh, the person said, "We can't hire you because you can't hear," and hung up the video call. And there it was. Oh wow! The end. And I got to the point where I didn't know where else, to, what else to do. Uh, he he reached out to the U.S. Equal Opportunity, Equal Employment Opportunity mm-hmm. Commission. Uh, they must change the name of that. Uh, and said so they reviewed the case and decided to file a lawsuit against Warner. I said the fact. I said that fact has baffled us from the beginning. This is somebody named Josh Pearson, who's Robinson's lawyer. He said the fact that Victor and other Dev drivers can complete training school and get their CDL, even attend training schools owned by Warner, but they aren't allowed to drive for the company. Ultimately, that's bogus. That's real bogus. As bogus as can be. He uh. Says that Warner violated the Americans with Disabilities Act, which is ADA, uh, which de- which requires employers to provide reasonable accommodations to people with disabilities so they can perform their essential functions on their drive. Uh, Warner denies any wrongdoing. Yeah. yeah, I ain't gonna go into the rest of this if y'all wanna. Uh... Oh, and then it says that uh, the lawyer believes that Warner will file an appeal. appeal yeah. To the jury's decision reducing the amount awarded to Robinson to three hundred thousand, because of a, statute, a statutory cap for punitive damages, which a corporation would pay under the ADA. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, yeah they doing motherfuckers wrong, bro. You know how I go, and motherfuckers think that they can do anything because most people won't take them steps. No, nah, they won't. Hell no. Nah. Motherfuckers just that'll happen to them. They'll just be somewhere complaining to their homeboy about it. Our homegirl and then going by their day, but when motherfuckers, I'm a firm believer in putting them corporations' feet to the fire. Hell yeah. You can't just run around. Y'all already do motherfuckers bad enough with your regulations and your rules and this, that, and third. And not want to pay niggas for real, for real, and all right. that shit that y'all like to do. I seen somebody, I seen it happen to somebody in, uh, in, in my, you know. In your field? In my field. Well, not, um, not cooking, but uh, warehousing. Yeah. Uh, they brought in a new supervisor. He's a South African dude. You know what I mean? And uh, they, honestly, they wasn't showing him what to do. You know what I'm saying? They kept saying he's complaining. He ain't taking notes. And I'm like, he seems like he's doing everything he need to do. Y'all just not helping him out. Yeah. And uh, he got real quiet about it. But he came out and told me, like, I got a lawsuit going. And my fucker won. Yeah. I don't know how much he won. It was a substantial amount. But they, they got through that shit quick, too. They'll do, they'll do crazy. I remember one of my guys got uh, hired on at um, Allison's, one of them. Allison, Allison's, the transmission, Allison's yeah. transmission, got hired on there. And he was going through training. He hadn't, so it was training in 90 days. Yeah. He had only been there two and a half weeks by this time. Oh, sure. And they had him running this machine, and they had him running the machine unattended. Nah, you ain't supposed to do that with no newbie. And he broke the machine. Yeah, that, that was, well. <laughs> and they fired him. Okay. So, he didn't even make it to the 90 days. Yeah. And they fired him. So, yeah, they, they fucked up and provided a lawsuit for him. Yeah. Shit, hand me one. Yeah. Damn it. 
Because you, 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 now if I could clear my 90 days and clear my training, then they wouldn't fuck that shit up. Well, now here's the, here's the question, though. Did he try to cover that shit up or did he went and told somebody he broke the shit? Hey, listen. I see. Over here. That's on them. Yeah. That's automatic. Now, if he tried to cover that shit nope. up, yeah, that's a little bit different. Nope. Immediately. Hey, look. Yeah. What's wrong? That's what I used to do at O'Neill. Shit. That time I dropped that motherfucking plate on the ground from the air. Hey, can somebody come get this? Go look at the camera. I wasn't <laughs> fucking around. Because shit, hey, motherfuckers get fired for nothing up there, boy. Yeah. <coughs> what was um, Florida finally got did something right. what they do? They, they go on, um, they, they can say gay, gay now? No, 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 no. Oh, still can't say gay? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> they got one thing right. I didn't say all of it. <laughs> Florida law allowing the death penalty for adults who rape children under the age of 12 takes effect starting today. Great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Now motherfuckers start thinking about what the fuck they doing. Yeah. And especially with Florida being the number one uh, traffic, tra- uh, kid traffic. Yeah. So, yeah, now uh, adults being charged with molestation of rape of, of children under age 12 can be put to the death penalty. They mm. can go sit in Little Sparky. Yeah. I said that wrong. It's California's number one. Yeah. Florida's number three. Florida's number three, yeah. You'd think it would be Texas, but it's California for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, I just found that out today. Okay. Because <laughs> you would think it would be Texas. Yeah, you would think it would be Texas first. Cause like a motherfucker said, when I was down there, shit. As soon as you touch down, you get Amber Alerts. Yeah. You remember when we were talking about on the one thing that they stole that, kidnapped that girl from the Dallas Mavericks game with her yeah, daddy. Yeah, with her daddy. She went to the bathroom. Yeah. And they, they found her three right. days later in, in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Being... Being well, she was in a hotel room, right? Being prostituted out on yeah. that craze on uh, their their version of Backpage. Backpage. Yeah, Let's Crawler. Let's Crawler. Bullshit. 72 hours, nigga. She went from being at the, the Dallas Mavericks game with her daddy to being prostituted out in the hotel room in OKC in Oklahoma. That's crazy, man. That shit's insane. Man, they need to get them motherfuckers. How old is she? She was 15. Okay. Still, you know what I mean? Still, you still snatch yeah. motherfuckers up and taking them out of state. Yeah, chop out units with tar. Yeah. No feathers. No feathers. And then you come behind it with some alcohol. That 91 yeah. isopropyl. That one. <laughs> the one that gets dry the second you touch Ooh. it now. <laughs> <laughs> it does, don't that one. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Hell yeah. That's the one, Jack. Well, thank you, Florida. Yeah. Shit. So I they said, need they that finally shit. got it right. Yeah, death penalty. Finally got it right. Uh, I'll tell you something that don't that ain't really right. What happened? Jewelry duty. Uh-oh. <laughs> A box of giraffe feces well, seized at the border from woman who planned to make necklaces with it. No. Uh, in, a, in a little caption, it says, The passenger also stated in the past she had used moose feces at her home. No. Uh, it says, A box of draft feces was confiscated and destroyed by U.S. Customs and Border Protection after a woman brought it back from a trip to Kenya and planned to make necklaces out of the excrement. Uh, the woman obtained the fecal matter when she was on a trip to Kenya and was returning back to the United States on September 29th when she was selected by U.S. Customs and Border Protection 
<coughs> agricultural <coughs> agriculture specialist for inspection at Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport in Minnesota. Uh, the passenger declared giraffe feces <coughs> and stated <coughs> she had obtained the droppings in Kenya and planned to make a necklace. So the passenger also stated in the past she had used moose feces at her home in Iowa. Uh, agriculture specialist subsequently seized the box of giraffe droppings and destroyed it via steam steam sterilization per United States Department of Agriculture destruction protocol. <coughs> there's a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the, into the U.S. Yeah, it, it carries all the bacteria. Yeah, it says, if the person entered the U.S. and had not declared these items, there is a high possibility the person could have contracted a disease from the from this jewelry and developed serious health issues. It is also, it is actually possible to bring animal feces into the United States for certain species provided the individual has obtained a permit. Mm. Uh, all rudiment animal feces require a veterinarian services permit for entry into the United States. Uh, Kenya is affected with yeah, Kenya is affected with African swine fever. Oh, come on! It says uh, classical uh, swine fever, Newcastle disease, <coughs> foot and mouth disease, and swine. Vascular disease. Oh, the nasties. Says the woman will be reportedly not, or she will not reportedly face any charges according to the uh, news report. Oh, they're going to put her on the no-fly list. She's going to make some toxic shit. It says because the woman declared she was in possession of the box of droppings and repeatedly abandoned it, and readily, excuse me, readily abandoned it, uh, she won't face sanctions. She had tried to sneak it in. Sneak it past ages, but it could have faced a penalty of three hundred to a thousand dollars. Okay, so she told her, she told her what she had, so they ain't fucking with her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was jewelry duty. <laughs> Duties, literally. Literally. Duty. She wanted to make it in. Uh, put it around people's necks. That's disgusting. Look at it, look look big balls of shit. Goodness gracious, great balls of boo boo. That's big old balls. It's <laughs> big old balls of shit. Thank you. Uh, quick shout out to Twenty One Savage. He's a officially a U.S. citizen. Hmm, and now he can lead a country and shit freely again. Remember, he got into that debacle where they mm -hmm. reported him. They slipped Rick his ass. And then uh, Jay Z, <laughs> Jay Z hired the lawyers and shit. He got his lawyers over there. Also got him back into the country. <clears throat> and he uh, he officially is a U.S. citizen now. That's what's up. You know he had been over here on the expired visa since he was like a kid. Whew. Shit. What? What ended up? Well, he got in trouble in Atlanta. I think he got in trouble, and they. Or he was trying to uh, <coughs> come back into the country. And they, wouldn't let him. and they wouldn't let him. Okay. Because what was supposed to have happened was his father was from Britain mm -hmm. and his mama was from over here. And the dad had like met the mama here and like took her back to Britain. Yeah. They had got married or whatever and she had got pregnant and she had him there. Instead of coming over here. And then shortly after she had him, 
she came back here, and he didn't have the proper paperwork. He was on like a, some type of visa, and as a kid, he went back to Britain like a couple times to visit his father, but nothing. Nothing ever transpired because he still had that, that visa. Yeah, and his father was actually like his father actually isn't even British. His father is from like the islands. Okay, and ended up being in Britain, but you know where you born is what you are. Yeah, you, so he Britain. Yeah, and so but he had been in Atlanta his whole goddamn life, and then some shit happened. They ended up. The same way he did Cheyenne, sent that nigga back to Belize, even though he's been in goddamn America, New York America, since yeah. it was two. That shit's crazy. That'd be like me right now. That was, I was born in Munich, Germany. Because of, uh, but I was born in the military, so that, that those little rules mm-hmm. don't apply to me. Yeah. But say I wasn't. I was born in Munich, Germany. Nigga, we left Germany when I was three months old. So... What if my big age of 39 years old, I got into some shit and they was like, you going back to where you came from. Whoa, whoa, yeah. nigga. I don't know nothing about it. You, you were born in Eskenazi. Yeah, yeah, I don't know nothing about no goddamn bro. Go back to your country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they locked your ass in the, uh, the terminal. Yeah. They did Tom Hanks in that movie. In that movie. That was fucked up. Yeah, shout out to 21, man. He's, a, he's officially... I know they've been working on it. I know, uh, you know, like him and Drake got their album and shit together. And like, yeah. he wasn't able to come to do something for <laughs> He wasn't able to like go to Canada and do the, do the uh, OEO Fest and shit because he couldn't Because the paperwork? Because while he was going through all this, he couldn't leave America. Like, if you're going to go back to America, you're going to stay in fucking America. Right. So he ain't been able to leave the country, do no touring, do no nothing. He's been, he been stuck here. And so now he's officially a U.S. citizen. He can get a passport and he can go tour. Oh, that's what's up. Everything. Yeah. Well, I got something. Nigga, niggas, fat niggas, get ready. Y'all about to be mad. What happened? We're going to have some discontinued cookies this year. Ooh, what happened to the cookies? Girl Scout cookies are no. being discontinued. All around the board? No, no. no. Which ones? Certain ones. Uh, there we go. It says, let the morning commence. <laughs> morning, as in morning. Yeah, like we about to morning. Yeah, it says, the short-lived Raspberry Rally Girl uh, Scout cookies those, won't be for sale this season. Those so good. You know, my daughter's a Girl Scout. Okay. I'll be peddling them shits off like drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pull up and meet niggas in the alley and sell them cookies and shit. Well, no Raspberry Rally for you this year. So all right. Uh, it says, the big picture. It says, the widely sought-after cookie flavor unveiled last year sold out quickly. After its release, it was that good. Mm-hmm. After its release, and led to hugely marked up resale market. Yeah, these <laughs> were selling them on the black market. And it says yes, but hold on. It says yes, but that wasn't enough to keep the flavor of the cookie market on the cookie market for a second year. It says to mitigate potential supply challenges and to simplify the program for our Girl Scouts and volunteers, uh, Raspberry Rally cookies are being put on pause. The Girl Scouts leader of Greater Los Angeles told uh, newspaper Axios or whatever. It says, uh, no other flavors are being put on pause or discontinued. The organization confirmed. It says, uh, described as a as a sister to Thin Mints with the raspberry flavor. Huh, I didn't know it was like that. Yeah, they, they, I, don't, I didn't eat them, but I sold them to quite a few people and they fucked with them. Uh, yeah, it says, the delicious sweet was the Girl Scouts' first online exclusive cookie and was part of the of a pilot online sales strategy. It says you'll be able to find comfort with classes like Samoas and Thin Mints, which will return to the cookie season in January. And once you just said, 
the smallest. That's the ones are fire. Coconuts. The yeah. ones I eat. I used to not eat them when I was younger because I didn't like coconuts like that. Nigga, I always love coconuts. I'm going to tell you, I was a weird kid, nigga. As a kid, one of my, my favorite candies was York Peppermint Patties. Yeah, I love them. Uh, Almond Joy and, and Mounds or whatever. Sometimes you feel like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like Sometimes mouse. Sometimes you don't. I had to have the peanut oh, with it. Oh, got nuts. <laughs> don't because. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like Sometimes, Sometimes you don't. don't. I always feel like a nut. <laughs> you be on my deathbed. I want that. I die by I get this nut. <laughs> you be on my deathbed. Just touch it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just just touch it. <laughs> just touch it. That's the name of this one. Just, just touch it. Look at that little deathbed. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> yes, sir. I told you when that, uh, when that, uh, when what happened to me that I described on when I was hurt, my nuts swole all up and all that shit. After I got out of the hospital, I was talking to Bus, and he was like, "Damn, so how long you got to wait till you do some fucking?" Uh, I said, "Nigga, I was fucking last night." He said, uh, "How?" I said, "Nigga, I'll die about this nut, bro. I'll croak over and die about this nut, nigga. <laughs> my leg could fall off. I'm gonna still be trying to." <laughs> <laughs> <He's> <laughs> if I get too old, this motherfucker stop working. Sign me up for all the medication. They can put me in. Y'all can try experimental drugs on me, nigga. <laughs> you said you going, man. Listen, he said you going any, for the clinical studies? Y'all got any clinical studies? Any trials? Going <laughs> you get the beans, man. Wait, put me in the right direction, baby. <laughs> oh hell no. <nah. laughs> I'm going to bring the, the leading edge of the new cut, uh, yeah. new efforts. And I'll be on the commercial once you figure out which one of these work. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll do them all. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I got it all covered for all of us, nigga. Tell them just touch it. Yeah, just touch it. Just come on, baby. Just touch it. Just touch it. Just touch it. <laughs> Hell no. I tell, this is a TMI story, but this is hilarious, so I'm going to tell it. When I got shot and shit years back, I had uh, a bunch of nerve damage, right? And so with the nerve damage and the, and the medicine, and the, my shit ain't work for like two months. Mm. I'm talking to the doctor like, doc, this can't be life. I should just let me die because why am I still here if if I can't do that? Like, this, this is pointless. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like my, it's, like, it's not like you're in a wheelchair either. Yeah, and you got to think. I'm almost 40 now, and I feel this way now, bro. This happened when I was 25. Yeah. Nigga, I was at the height of my... Yeah. Doing yeah. what I was doing. At the prime of fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> so, one day, I woke up, and this motherfucker was working. I did some fucking. Mm-hmm. And in the process of doing some fucking, I still had staples in my stomach. I busted, like, four of the staples. Oh, shit. So, I go to the doctor, and I'm like, doctor, staples... He said, what, what have you been doing, man? You gotta be more. I said, Doc, Doc, Doc. He started working. He said, Oh, man, look at you fixed on up. <laughs> look at you fixed on up, baby. He said, All right, now, don't keep. I said, Doc, I'm gonna tell you the truth. 
I don't plan on doing it again until I heal up. Just knowing that I can is then I'm all right. Hey, all I can hear is that music from, uh, uh, what is it, Charlie and Chocolate Factory? No, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Where he found that golden ticket when he was opening the bar. It's like, Just touch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that was yeah. So like I said, when the time comes, if this motherfucker <laughs> get to fuck it up, give me the blue pill, the green pill, the orange pill, the pink pill. The orange pill. If they got some if they got a drink, if they got a cream, yeah, if they that's got motherfuckers, a motherfuckers around our age and younger already on that motherfucker. Well you know the problem with it is and I looked into this just because, you know, for a while, niggas were running around selling Cialis and, and Viagra like and shit. Like they yeah. was drugs. Like they was like they candies, yeah. But this is what they were saying when I was reading into it. They were saying that, <clears throat> you know, the way that, that shit works is it pumps up your blood vessels yeah. to make the blood flow. To that direct area. So they're saying, like, when you take that shit when you're young, you run the risk of blowing the blood vessels because mm-hmm. they're over. Over exactly. Because you already had enough oxygen that you didn't. Yeah. Basically, ballooned them. <laughs> and they were saying, when them motherfuckers get older, shit ain't going to be able to really help them because they didn't already, they didn't yeah. flatten the tires. Yeah. yeah. So that's why you see, because nigga, like you said, it's the motherfuckers younger than us, the honey packs. Yeah. The taking Cialis, taking Cialis and Viagra and mm. the gas station dick pills. Oh, and yeah, that was Lord knows what's in those. Shit. Boom, bang, take three of these and bang your brain up. What, what is it? Yeah. Three black pills. What? No. No, nah, I just, I drink some, I drink my tequila, I do some squats, get the <laughs> testosterone going and. You better look into some natural aspirodesiac. Mm-hmm. Go eat just some oysters. Listen, bro. If don't nobody know, I will tell you. For a man, the best exercise to keep that area functioning the way it's supposed to be is squats. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we think of squats and it's what girls do it for their ass. No, we do it for power too. I know, but when, when men do it, it contributes to producing large amounts of testosterone in our body. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you know what that does. Yeah. So if you, if you got your blood flow right, your testosterone's up, you should have what no they problem. Call your T levels? T levels. You shouldn't have no problem <laughs> knocking doors down. Like, you shouldn't have no problem <laughs> swinging for the fences. Home run. Like. <laughs> Screens are falling down. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. The yeah. To the ground. To the ground. Like the rain. <laughs> like the rain. Like the rain. <laughs> Swing it in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging in the motherfucking rain. Um, I saw me in it. I think so. This is my last current. It's yeah, uh, you. got broke fast food, man. Oh, tell me about it. It's what everybody's talking about, bro. How this girl did in this particular article, the girl compares it to a little Caesar's. She says, Not even broke people, yeah, not even broke people 
food is cheap no more. No. It says uh, no look, dollar menus. Yeah. There's no five dollar hot and readies. No. The shit that the struggle bus when you was on a struggle bus. Yeah, you, what you got? You can't do it no more. Like, I remember hurting and having all these kids and going to little Caesars and getting up get save the day. Or pizza. That's just save the day. Save the day. I bring it home and sometimes I bring it home for lunch. Cheese on it, a little razzle dazzle, stick it in the oven. <laughs> Once they started getting old enough and these little taste buds to. <laughs> kick in, yeah. But yeah, them, them, them days is gone. And they're closing them down. Yeah. Yeah, because they ain't getting no. Well, it's, it's, and it's because. My bad about that. No, you good. It's because with the inflation of everything, they can't afford to buy the shit that they need mm-hmm. to keep it at that price. Right. They got to bump their price up. Right. But the thing about it is, when you start bumping places like that's price up, if I'm gonna spend some money, money, I'm gonna get some good shit. That's what everybody's saying. That's what everybody hey, else is saying. I came here because it was cheap. Yeah. I sacrificed my taste buds because it's cheap food. Mm-hmm. And my health. And my health. Because it's cheap, terrible food, but I'm on a struggle bus. And now you won't tell me it costs as much as Pizza Hut? I'm gonna get Pizza Hut. Yeah, exactly. Because I was trying to save coming to y'all motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Get this greasy ass shit. And then y'all motherfucking people got in there to have attitudes. Yeah. That work there and shit. I don't get that shit. If you don't need to work, I mean, if you don't want to work, then don't go to work. Saying not only is like we talking about little little suit, uh, that's little season with the five dollar hot rates, right? Used to be, yeah. Them motherfuckers is closing down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, it don't make no sense. But it says uh, Little Caesars customer pays almost twenty dollars for two cheese pizzas. Cheese pizzas, not no nah. bullshit. Cheese pizzas. It says the rising cost of fra- rising price of fast food is a common. Uh, area discussion on TikTok and some users called out restaurants like McDonald's, yes, KFC, yeah. and well, KFC has always been expensive yeah, for yeah. no fucking reason. And uh, several others have uh, shared numerous videos documenting their prices, their experiences paying forty to fifty dollars for what was once considered yeah. to be budget food. Yeah, he says now other, another fast food chain is coming to the spotlight. Little Caesars, known for its like we just said, hot and ready, was once five dollars a piece. I had a piece of chain, seen a budget option for those craving. It wasn't seen as a budget option for those craving a few slices of pizza. Mm-hmm. says, however, the low-price friendly status has been called into question by TikTok users. In a video over however many views, it says that two cheese pizzas cost her almost $20. And it, <coughs> it said it came from, it came with like nineteen eighty. Yeah. She says, uh, not even broke people, <laughs> food is cheap no more. But that's what a lot of motherfuckers are saying because, like, they even like, um, what do you call those? Uh, uh, the mid restaurants, like uh, yeah, TJ Applebee's, TJ Fridays, uh, Olive Garden. Yeah. And so motherfuckers was like, well, if I'm going to go to a mid restaurant and it's going to cost the same as a, a upper level restaurant, I'm just going to go to the upper level restaurant. I might as well. Like, if the difference is $20 between. You and there. Top tier food and this, Bull, this microwave bullshit. shit. Yeah. I'm going to look at the top tier. I'm just going to spring for the extra. Yeah, them, it used to be. The, what was happening with the restaurants is like what's, what's happening with the world, but there, there is no like middle class no more. No. You're either fucking fucked up and broke or you're rich. Exactly. And that's what's going on with the restaurants. But the thing is, them niggas can't. Like I said, that's the problem we're having right now. Inflation is going up. But ain't nobody's pay going up. Ain't nobody's pay going up. That's done so, strategically too. Yeah, so they so they can't afford to keep making them because I mean I was remember 
the, the, the towards the last few years of me getting the kids them pizzas, <coughs> I could tell they was cutting corners. The sauce had the changed. Sauce changes, the yeah. Turned into cardboard. The crust was made out of cardboard. It was the training know, for the cooking of the pizzas. Then motherfuckers, the cheese be way over here and be or be and, broke and all oily. Yeah, nigga, a pepperoni pizza had six pepperonis on it, and that's it. Over on one side. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the shit was all bad, bro. And then, like I said, the the the, the customer service that you get from mm-hmm. the place, they look at you like you're crazy and shit. Like, motherfucker, you just giving out pieces. You don't own this motherfucking yeah. spot. Ain't no, uh, ain't no dollar. Ain't no legit dollar menus no more. And the motherfucking drinks ain't even a dollar no That's more. That's what I'm saying, bro. So, what, you buy a McDonald's large, you got to pay one twenty nine for the motherfucker? Yeah. I might as well go buy a two-liter. Nigga, like a filet of fish is almost like $6, Shit, now. yeah, by itself. Not even as That's a combo. That's what I'm saying. Just the sandwich. Just the fucking sandwich, dog. Uh, what? Uh, they was talking about uh, the fries. Yeah. Not the fries, the, the hash browns. Yeah. Nigga said three nineteen for one hash brown. They used to be two for a dollar. Yeah. What happened? They used to be two for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what happened, bro. We oh, know. inflation right there. <laughs> like right now. And I've been dealing with this here the last couple of weeks. Because I, <laughs> I sat down and did the math. You know, you used to. You know, I got, you know, see, I got a lot of kids. So, like, getting fast food would be like, if I was really busy and didn't have time to cook. Mm-hmm. Or if I was really lazy and didn't want to cook. Or somewhere along the lines. But it used to be. The more reasonable decision would be to go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. get some shit, come home and cook. Yeah. Shit at the grocery store is so high now. If I go get this shit to cook one nice hearty meal for the kids, it's not too far off from just yeah, ordering no some shit off DoorDash. Yeah. No, seriously. Because then you still got to come home and cook it. Still got to come. I say, I get in my car, I got to burn my gas, I got to go stand in line, I got to come home and cook it. And the the, the groceries to cook one nice meal for the kids might come up to forty forty five dollars. Mm-hmm. I get on DoorDash last last night. I ordered. I'm gonna tell you a funny story about this. I was a mean parent. And I didn't want to be. It wasn't to my kids, but it was just instinct. It was natural to me. And when I did it, I was like, "Oh, you're terrible." But I got on DoorDash, ordered with the little coupons on DoorDash. I ordered. Three large pizzas from Papa John's and some breadsticks and a two liter for like, like fifty nine dollars. Damn. Where like going to the grocery store would cost me forty five. Yeah. And I would have to leave my house. Yeah. I just sat here and chill. <laughs> but so let me tell you about this. I felt so bad after it was done. It was just so natural. The door there showed me it's Pooh's here. Open the door. It's the pizza. He's right there. I look in the driveway. And a few of my kids is playing with some other kids too, and I don't know these kids. Never yeah. seen them. Yeah. No clue. But they ride the skateboard up and down the driveway and they're having a good time. So I get the pizza, I walk from the front door to the kitchen. I set the pizza down, I get a drink of water, my doorbell rings. Now my door is still open, it's just a screen. <laughs> I look, and it's one of the little kids that was out there playing. Yeah. I open the door like, what's up? He said, Can I get a piece of pizza? I said, oh, hell no, little nigga. And shut the door. And as I was walking back to the kitchen, I said, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> I said, that's going to be burning that little nigga's soul for the rest of his life. He going to hate me he every time he sees me. Yeah. He created a villain. I created a villain. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that nigga's villain origin story. That nigga didn't give me no pizza. Bro, that's his villain origin I'm story. I'm so nice. His kids ride my skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> 
20 years when he did some bullshit. He's sitting in therapy. It's going to all go back to me. <laughs> and tell it, and tell it, I slammed the door in that nigga face and my kids were still outside. He don't know your government name or everything. <laughs> they say his name's Casper, but I know him as Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. When I did it, I said, oh shit. I said the same thing you said. I said, I had created a goddamn villain. <laughs> this is this nigga's villain, villain origin story. When they telling the story about this nigga doing some terrible shit, think about it, it all happened on one day on a street called Ellis. <laughs> he, was, he simply wanted a slice of pizza. That's all he wanted. A slice of that pepperoni. His mouth was watering for a slice. He could smell the garlic butter dip. He brewed up the confidence. To ring this doorbell. After walking to the door three times. <laughs> if you go back and look at the tape, you probably did. <laughs> I said, I opened the door. I saw hell no, little nigga. And I shut that door so quick. Then when I got done, I said, damn. It wasn't even the all hell no. It was the door the door boom. With the wind coming down. <laughs> shut it. The, smell, the final smell of pizza they had cut you off. Know, like I said. <laughs> Like I said, my door door was open because the kids was out there playing. Yeah. So it was just a screen. And it had been open. <laughs> I shut that motherfucker in his face. Kids, my kids are still outside. They got boots, <laughs> niggas. I damn near locked my kids out. I just couldn't believe that little nigga asked for some pizza. Oh, yeah, you go. Which is wild because <laughs> typically. <laughs> I'm the nigga that would like buy the kids pizza outside that I don't know. I understand. I'm the nigga that'll, that'll stop at the ice cream truck. Everybody come get some. Yeah, it's inflation. It's but about me and mine's right now. But I was about to say, the <laughs> times have changed drastically. They're crucial. And I got a lot of, um, what do they say? Got a lot of, lot of, lot of irons on the stove. Yeah. Lot of, all the eyes is burning. I have a motherfucker come over. Talking about, uh, can I trim your trees for you? Uh, I'll take a couple dollars with that the other. I said, nah, man, I got it. Yeah. That motherfucker still went out to the tree. But I said, hey, I, bro. I said, I got it. I said, I got it, bro. Like, what were you I'm doing? I'm going to pay you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got one old head drone nigga. He cooled no motherfucker nigga from Chicago. And shit, he come by every day. He always asked me to cut my grass. And anybody know about me, you know how I feel about my goddamn grass. Right. I always tell him, no, I got it, brother. Please, I appreciate you. So he walked by the other day. He said, I ain't even going to fuck with you. You got me red. I ain't even going to fuck with you about your grass, red. He said, but I am going to tell you. I got me a new snowblower. <laughs> I said, well, check this out, bro. I said, you won me over. I said, if it snows, you come on over here and do this, motherfucker. And I got whatever you need me to have for you. I said, because if you can keep me from going out there shoveling snow. Hell yeah. Nigga, we all right. I love that, boy. Yeah, I don't, nigga. That shit was I'm so glad I, I know. I'm just glad I'm not on the hill no more. Man. Over there on Amberg, on German Church. Shit, it used to be a hill. I'm glad my From the driveway. Yeah. Hate that shit. I'm glad my goddamn daddy and my mama back together. Because, nigga, when they wasn't together, I used to have to do my driveway. Whatever time of morning or night I did my shit, mm. get in my car and come over here and do my own shit. Oh, yeah. And sometimes yeah. it'd be three, four o'clock in the morning, depending on how hard it was snowing. Yeah, I'd be just... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, the thing is, like, I could see if I came over to you and was like, hey, uh, y'all know anybody that could do this? Nah, you sent the motherfucker over to me. And it's more, I'm like, come on, man. What kind of world are we living in here? I can do this shit my goddamn self. They trying to make me pay for some shit they need to do. <laughs> I'll go to hell. Hell yeah. Go to, hell. Go to hell. Um, 
I was gonna give Buddy uh, Fiegel, but I decided not to. Mm. So I'm just gonna tell the story. Did you see the video? The old girl cut off the nigga on the motorcycle or the dirt bike, whatever, and he uh, jumped on her back window and shattered her back window. After he got hit? He didn't get hit, he just got cut off. Oh, no, I ain't see that. Thing. Okay, so <clears throat> it's in Philadelphia. You know how they be on the dirt bikes and all yeah. Girl cut Buddy off to get to the light. He gets off the bike, he's like cussing her out, he got his helmet on, and he jumps up on her back of her trunk and like jumps through her back window. Glass busts everywhere, and shit goes crazy. Mm. The girl like freaks out, goes into the car, pulls her daughter out the back seat. Oh, shit. Now, what? I, I, what's, I don't want to give Buddy the fecal. Because I got a lot of homeboys that ride. Yeah. So I know how frustrating no, I understand. it is when someone in the I car... I was thinking he should have kicked off a rear view. That's what I'm saying. That's I wouldn't have took it that extreme. This is why I didn't give him the fecal, because I don't think he knew that that girl was in the backseat. No, he probably so did. That's, a, that's an honest mistake. He was freaked out because she almost hit him. No, of course. So he was retaliating. He, he adrenaline rushing. He wasn't thinking it up. That's why I said, so I'm just going to tell you story. <laughs> but he got caught... And he got locked up. Uh, apparently, the the thought of the little girl being in the back seat got some people uh, riled up because he had his helmet on the whole time, so you couldn't tell who he was. But uh, apparently, his and his employer tipped off the police to who he was. Damn, it was so great disgraced by what. Understood, but yeah, damn. What's fucked up is Stitching. dirt bikes don't even have um, plates. Plates. And I don't think he was on a dirt bike. Oh. I think it was on a motorcycle. But it was so many of them. Like, you see the video. I wish I had the video. But uh, Philadelphia Motor is captured in viral video stomping out the back windshield of a car with two small two small kids inside. Oh. Was arrested after suspects, employers, and others tipped off to police. The district attorney's office has charged Cody Herm, 26, mm-hmm. with multiple counts of aggravated assault, possession of... An instrument of crime, that's a weird one, and related crimes for destroying the car's rear windshield and headbutting the driver. <laughs> I didn't see that part. I wonder if he did it with the helmet on. He did, because he had the helmet on the whole time. <laughs> I didn't see that part. If he did it, all right. Uh, while Heron still had his helmet on. Yeah, headbutting the driver while Heron still had his helmet on. Heron was arraigned and bail was set for 10% of a quarter million dollars. Damn. The victim, Nikki Bullock, told Fox Philadelphia that she was out delivering orders for Uber Eats with her friend in the front seat and two children in the back seat when her vehicle was sideswiped by the suspect. She then she said both the suspect and the ATV driver then started to argue with her. Mm. And that's when the, the video we saw with the video I saw. Like he hops off his bike, dirt bike, ATV, whatever it was, and jumped on that back window and blew that motherfucker blue like, like a bump. Yeah, they do. They give in easy. And she had, uh, he had already like headbutted her and she was just out there still arguing with him and then when he did that, she reached in and like grabbed the kids out and like ran off and took the kids off to like the sidewalk. Uh-huh. And then you can see like, it was some niggas like watching the shit. Mm. And when they saw the kids, they tried to, like, get the nigga on the bike. Like, oh, shit, nigga. And then the nigga, they pulled off. What happened to the other person? What other person? She said she was with another person, didn't she? They were still in the car. I didn't see them get out the car. Oh, okay. She just yeah. took the two kids and ran mm-hmm. on them? That's crazy. 
But it's a quick little video. Because, like, even the person recording it, when he realized it was kids in the car, like, he was like, oh, no, wait a minute. Like, yeah. Because, you know, shit, like, when you see, like, the babies in the car, shit gets real. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm glad there wasn't a lot of people standing around just watching either. Mm-mm. Like I, I said, I don't, I don't. Because what if that nigga had a break? Yeah. Like I said, I don't. He did have better. I don't condone what he did, but I also. I understand it. Also know. He just took it too far. He took it too far. After the headbutt, he should have stopped. He should have went back to his bike and got on the left. Yep. You know but what I, I'm saying? Like I, like I said, I got you and I both. We got a lot of friends that ride. Yeah. We like a lot of friends that ride. Hell, sooner or later. I have family and motorcycle gangs. But I say sooner or later, I'll be but Excuse me, excuse me. Clubs. Yeah. Clubs. Yeah, not a gang. Not a gang. They're members. Sooner or later, I'll be riding. You know, Pop's got a Harley. Whatever he uh, check out, I'm keeping that. That's what's up. And I ain't <coughs> rode before, but I'm going to learn how to. And I'm gonna, I'll have that Harley to the day I well, check out. You better out. get you a scooter first. I know, I know. So you can get your, your bearings back. <laughs> I got it. I got it under control. Come on, man. I get, I get one with you. What kind I take, of, I take Vespas or Elites? I take that back. I've <laughs> rode before. I've learned how to ride. It just wasn't something I was interested in for the fact that. I never met around. No, no, no. This was always more important to me than riding a motorcycle. Understood. And I never wanted to get on a motorcycle drunk. Yeah. Nah, damn, yeah. And I knew for a fact, and like at the time, the point in my life when I learned how to ride, nigga, I was drinking heavy. So there wasn't no point. No. (laughs) He'd be all skinned up, scarred. Yeah, niggas like, get you a bike. I'm like, no, nigga, I like to get loaded. (laughs) Get your can out. I don't have a vagina. Me. Oh, I had to pull my soul back into my body. We taking a break. Break time. Okay. <laughs> we back. We back. We back. We back. We are back. All right, brother. As much as it pains me to say this, what? I think Britain got some shit right. Oh, what they do? You know, this hurts my soul. This to, yeah, to I'm surprised you even wrote it. Listen, brother, it hurt. It's hurting me. It's even. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to even get it out right now. <laughs> All right. I know this is uh, what I'm about to read is um, hypocritical because I smoke cigarettes. Oh. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of quitting. I'm, I got to quit. I promise the kids I quit. <sighs> and, you know, despite me loving the Newports, mm. they're a terrible thing to, yeah. to get involved with. All cigarettes. Yeah, this is a fact. We just, you know, you just you get involved with them young and it's an addiction, and they kind of plague your life. They do. Well, Britain's government on Wednesday proposed banning younger generations from ever buying cigarettes. Mm. If passed, the smoking age would rise by one year every year. Damn! Until it reached like almost forty. Damn. Potentially phasing out smoking among young people. Okay. Almost completely by 2040. They're going to have some grumpy, mad motherfuckers over there. This is true. This is true. 
But because you can't smoke weed either. Yeah, and this is true. And like I said, I man, I know I'm hypocritical. We just came from a smoke break, but I think back if like I'd have never got my, I started smoking squares at elementary school. Hmm. If I'd have never got my hands on some Newports and shit, bro, like not to tell all my business, man, but I've done a whole bunch of shit in my life: cocaine, PCP, ecstasy, pain pills, this it. Bro, I kicked all that shit. Right. I'm still smoking Newports. <laughs> that ain't the deadliest one. Them motherfuckers is. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of feel like if I were, even though I, like I shouldn't have been able to get, I was stealing them back then. That's when they um. So you're not in the real cases. Yeah, now the cases like 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 potato chips. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. That's where it was at. Like potato chips. Like potato chips. Nigga, black and mild cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Nigga, all that shit. All that tobacco products. Pastors and all that shit used to be right out in the aisle. Especially at that Kroger on Washington Street. Man, she used to be right at the gas station around the corner. Yeah, nigga, used to be right out in the aisle. Primed for the picking. I don't think it was, it was a marathon. <laughs> now I think it was a cocaine back then. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Sonico. Yeah, it was, it was a cocaine. It was no, a Sonico no, afterwards. Yeah, I'm saying cocaine. Yeah, it became a Sonico next, and now I think it's a marathon. But nigga, it was originally it was a cocaine, nigga. And it, you know, where uh, if you're passionate, there used to be a '76 right there. Yep. <laughs> yep. But like, I just think, man, I, I do think they are. You know, they already raised it here to 21. Yeah. Yeah. All all across the board of yeah. the nation. So I just, I mean, I, I don't think that's a bad idea or some phase of it. Right. You gotta kind of get this. But to keep it going up every year, what if, I know. That's if you there. That's what I said. Some, <laughs> that's what I said. Some phase of it. Like, I'm not saying like that's the exact right thing. No, to do, no, I see what you're saying. But like some fashion of that. Like, you had to get a permit to smoke. Say you raised it to 25. Oh, why don't they do that? Why don't you give motherfuckers a permit to smoke? Yeah. To where if you buy tobacco products, you got to scan yeah. a little badge. But I guess that's another mark of the beast. Well, let's so. yeah. Well, <laughs> let's just say let's just say if they raised it to twenty five, I don't think I would have started smoking cigarettes at twenty five. No, nah, not by that time. If I had made it twenty five years and wasn't smoking Newports, I don't think I'd have woke up one day like, let me get those a shot. But all they're going to do is create a black market for tobacco. Now, this is a fact. Now, anytime, <laughs> anytime you change a law like that, you're going to create a black market. Yeah, yeah. But, because I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a black market Forever? for weed and there's a black yeah. market for, you know, that's how the prohibition era deal with the, with the liquor. That but I'm just, I'm just understanding. So, I mean, of course, there'll be some people that still get their hands on it. But the masses who don't deal in the black market yeah. would just say, fuck it or leave the country. Yeah, because the only people that are really going to be like really going for it is motherfuckers who are already addicted to smoking. Right. Ain't no new nigga gonna be hiding in the alley trying to buy tobacco. Nah. They don't do nothing for you. Except for relieve stress and but you don't get high. You don't get high, you get a buzz. When you, you first start smoking. Well, nah, if you if you're in jail, you get high. <laughs> when you uh, when you in jail you discover tobacco and caffeine oh, or yeah. drugs. They're just <laughs> the effects are so much lower compared to everything else you'd be having going on. You well, can't tell. In there and you and do you that shit, up. you're like, whoa. <laughs> got a little Especially some coffee. Mm-hmm. Man. So, yeah, I mean, I, it pained me to say it, but, man, I think they finally got it right. They got something right. Yes, they're getting it right. Well, we're going to see what happens. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. And, you know, like I said, or some version of it, because, you know. Fight, fighting like the motherfuckers over in France. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know how they go, man. When you, uh. 
propose anything. It's it's like any other negotiation. It's it's a starting point, mm-hmm. and you usually that's what like with every year thing. You usually start high so that you can come down and meet comfortably in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I got you. Yeah. But they gonna do that. Yeah, like I remember watching the the battle for liquor stores being open on Sundays here. Yeah. That was a. I watched it play out for ten years. Yeah, it did play out for a long yeah, listen, time. The way it started, well, we got remember, we got talked about so damn much. Mm-hmm. Shit. Remember, at first it started. They were trying to do liquor stores stay open until ten. They stay open on the liquor stores open on Sunday, and they wasn't going for that. So then they did a semi compromise for the time being, and they let bars stay open until three o'clock yeah. on Sundays. So they used to close at like one, at like midnight. Yeah, bars had to close at like midnight on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Then they came to an agreement. To let liquor stores or let to let uh like grocery stores sell liquor on Sundays and it almost passed, but then the liquor store owner showed up like, whoa nigga, you're not about to cut us out right. of of the Sunday money. Right. So then that didn't fall through. And then when they agreed on Sundays, they fought for another two years about the business hours. Yeah. Because motherfuckers couldn't get on board. Bro, I watched this shit play out for 10 years. <laughs> By the time it happened, I wasn't even interested in drinking on Sundays no more. Like, I had phased out of that part of my life, bro. Like, when it first started happening, I was in my 20s. Like, yes, sir. I used to hate taking motherfuckers to the... Uh, to bootleg? To the bootleg. Man, listen. Shout out to my homegirl, Remy. Love her to death. That's my sis to the end. Nigga, we'll be in the gym talking shit. But I knew her way before the gym. Remy used to have... A uh, like a like a kidnap van, a painter's van. Oh, okay. Like one of the big forty yeah. car vans. No windows. Yeah, right there. <laughs> she would pull up and slide the door open, and there was a glass counter, a register. All the liquor was behind her, mounted to the walls, like a like a like a legit rolling liquor store. Damn. Damn. For years. Motherfuckers be like, shit, what we gonna do? We gonna call Remy? She pull up that motherfucker, slide that door. <laughs> she be in the driver's seat, come through that little spot, hop in the back like she was in a like the ice cream, ice, truck. Like ice cream truck. <laughs> but like the whole door would be open, but when the door opened, the the the, the thing was there, like a counter. Yeah. And she was like looking over the counter and all the liquor was behind her, like outside the liquor store. <laughs> and they be like, shit, what you got? She like, shit, whatever I, whatever's up there is what I got. Right. Oh, she, let me get a couple pints of that Patron and uh, she get to digging in the bottom and nigga, she had that shit for years, nigga. That's what's up. Nigga, she was the best bootleg I had ever seen in my existence. You could damn it charge double or mm-hmm. one and a half. Yeah, I know yeah. motherfuckers used to charge like three, four dollars for a beer. They mm-hmm. tall boys uh, though. Well, me and uh, DJ Watts, we might be on ninety eight point three. Well, me and him lived together. We lived in Lamplighter. And we lived in Lambert on Emerson. Mm-hmm. And my cousin ended up, you know, I'd be like, your cousin, you don't know is your cousin until somebody points out as your cousin. Yeah. They ain't seen you since you was a kid. Right. And now I'm 24, 25, 26 years old. And she's like, that, that like you know, that's your cousin, Madonna. I'm like, no, it's, she's like, you don't stop his boy. Like, it's, yeah. She lived across the hall, and they ended up being a bootleg lady. <laughs> and she lived across the hall. That's dope. Nigga, me and wife would open the door. And pop, pop, pop. 
<laughs> what you got in that motherfucker? I got Samuel J and the tall cans. Run us a few. <laughs> <laughs> Run us a few of them motherfuckers. Whoa. But yeah, they finally got it right, man. Um, they, they, they talking about the, uh, the dangers of AI. Man, hell yeah. As and, far as what? Cars? Uh, no, Just right curious. now, as far as, um, like scamming and shit goes. I don't know if you've, uh, what they've been doing is they've been calling your phone and asking questions that require a yes or no answer. Mm. And they've been basically recording Oh, your voice structure. The yes or no's. Yeah. And then calling and doing shit with your voice. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, so I've been um I get a good like a good a good giggle out of it. Like they call my phone three or four times a day, unknown, talking about they're from the the Medicaid something processing center and this that, and the third and they ask questions that should be like a yes and I'll say weird shit like eh maybe <clears throat> uh could be like, like and then and they'll keep asking they, the same question over they'll ask different variations of it because yeah. they really need you to say yes or no <laughs> and I'll just keep <laughs> probably not <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a bear shit in the woods what sir there's a, there's a <laughs> I just don't answer them motherfuckers. I man, when I'm bored, I do because I have I have a good time with it. <laughs> I enjoy playing with them. But um, scammers are turning artificial intelligence AI to clone voices of individuals on social media to place panicked phone calls to family or friends yep. in hope of convincing the recipient of the call to give them money to access sensitive information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck that AI shit. Bruh. They can even clone your number and call it yeah. one of your friends. You know, you call what well, they call somebody as you. Yeah. And talk to somebody or whatever. Well, sometimes, <laughs> see, that there's just, the human race is a wonderful thing, man, but we just, we, sometimes we need to be stopped from certain shit, bro. Man, hell yeah. We just, we just go too hard, and it's like, sometimes, You ever like got your hands on something or was in a situation and like as 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 fruitful as it could have been for you, you know it was gonna be bad for a lot of other people. Yeah. So you like left it alone. Yeah. I think that's what motherfuckers need to do. They do. Like just because you can don't mean you should. We can do a whole bunch of shit. I don't mean we should. Exactly. So that shit should be left alone, bro. Like fucking around with them pyramids and shit. Like I just seen the motherfuckers took that uh, the Annabelle doll out the box. Oh shit! And they've been gallivanting it on TikTok. Why? Because they can. And everybody's like, "Y'all know that motherfucker's haunted." Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? And of course, in this this time of spiritual warfare. You know, we are in a time of spiritual warfare. A big spiritual warfare. We're in a time of a lot of warfare. Yeah. And whether we know it or not, it's some some shit going on around us. It's all around us. I was having a conversation with a with somebody the other day, a little lady friend the other day, and uh, 
I was explaining to her, because she was telling me about different drama and shit that she has with different people and this, that, and the third. And I was explaining to her that everything that she was telling me was her fault. No, she wasn't She wasn't uh, accepting the accountability. It, well, not even that. Not even that. She was like, so it's, it's my fault that so-and-so did so-and-so and so-and-so. I said, no, that's their fault. It's your fault that you were accessible for that to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said, what? I said, listen, we are in a different time right now. Toxic and all this shit are, are, are ex- acceptable words that motherfuckers is living by. Mm-hmm. I said, it is up to you to protect your peace. And that means protecting it from <laughs> anybody. Friends, family, Shit, anybody. Sorry. I said, if you don't want these problems in your life, you need not be accessible to the problem starters. There you have it. Because motherfuckers know who they can come to with the bullshit. Hell yeah. All the time. I used to tell my cousin that all the time, right? My cousin Talani. What's up, 2T? Love you, girl. But we live within eight blocks of each other. Mm. And all of our family will pass right by my house and go to her house with the bullshit. Everybody needs to sleep on her couch. The drama's always over there. The this and the third. And she's like, I don't just, I don't understand why all this comes to me. I said, because you let it. Yeah. I said, they literally pass my house to go to yours. You don't check it at the door. Because they know they're not welcome here. Not with that bullshit. Not with that bullshit. Now, 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 now life just got on your ass and you ain't mm-hmm. doing no weird shit. You, come on. I said, yeah, the, ones, the ones that know they're welcome here know they're welcome here. The, the misfits, they go to you. Because mm-hmm. they know you're not going to check their bullshit at the door. I want to grow up to be a dentist. You're going to accept them. <laughs> you're going to accept them for who they are. And you're going to try and find the good in them. Because that's something else I don't do. I don't find the good in people. No. Nah. Because good people, you don't have to find it. It's already there. It's right there. Yeah. No, that's the truth. Well, I got to dig through all your bullshit to find the sprinkle of good in you to hold on to. Right. And you're going to show me some bad sooner or later. Well, if, if, I if, you find, if I gotta find the good, you've already shown me the bad. Yeah. I'm looking past the bad to find the good. <laughs> That's true. I accept motherfuckers for who they are and I departmentalize them. I know there's some, I got some people that are like good at heart but do bad things and they go over there. And, but, but like, I, but I always fully understand the shit that they be doing. Yeah. But I just kind of know where they heart is and yeah. you know what I'm saying you gotta leave it you gotta let them do what they do yeah I'm a firm believer in taking motherfuckers at face value man a motherfuckers show you what they are do not ignore that and start looking for what you want them to be and then get your feelings hurt when yeah. they continuously you show go. you who they are get your feelings hurt because you already knew yeah, that, that's that's your fault they keep showing you who you are you done tricked yourself into believing they something else because they maybe got a sprinkle of that in them mm-hmm but you got to take it for what it is. Even a serial killer will show you signs of being a good person. And then they'll go kill eight people. <laughs> and then you sit around like, I can't believe they killed these people. You knew it was a serial killer. Just like, uh, what's that movie? I was watching that last night. Ma. Good example. With the crazy ass woman. Yeah. 
I have forgot what the premise of it. Yes, he did. I forgot what the premise of it was, but <clears throat> when I rewatched it last night, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot they fucked her over when she was in high school." Yeah. So she got cool with all their kids and did some terrible shit to their kids. Yeah, because you know some motherfuckers, but a lot of motherfuckers be thinking, uh, "How can I put it?" A lot of people are short sighted. Mm-hmm. It's some, it's some people out there and got the long game and karma. That has the long game. That's why they say the, 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 the kids will pay for the sins of the father, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's some motherfuckers out there that play the long game, bro. And they will do some terrible shit three generations down because your granddaddy is. <laughs> hey, you seen when she, uh, when they were asking for to get the liquor, she looked and seen when the name on the van was like, oh. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, of course I'll help you out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to get close. Well, you gotta be. She turned into a complete monster. You couldn't even do her work. Gotta be a vindictive motherfucker, <laughs> but, but they out there. They are out there. We can't say they ain't. Man, there's a lot of evil out there, but that's why I was telling the old girl, man, you gotta protect your peace. Mm-hmm. You gotta protect. I told her, I said, the only motherfucker that's obligated to my space is my children. And hopefully, I've raised them with enough morals and things that they won't uh, challenge my peace. Mm-hmm. But nobody else is obligated to me. I don't give a fuck. The DNA nah, we share, the yeah. our history. I don't give a fuck. We've been friends for forty motherfucking years. If you get on some bullshit, I reserve the right to step back and let you deal with that. Yeah, as you should. Until you get done with that. Or if I don't, it is what it is. I remember, like, not to get it all into deep into my life and shit, but when I was uh, playing with my nose real heavy, I'm Tony Montana in the mm-hmm. early two thousands. Doughboy, friend of the show. What's up, Doughboy? Love you. That is my best friend. If you know Doughboy, you know me. If you know me, you know Doughboy. Mm. My mama called him son. His mama called me son. There's certain people in our families who were born after we linked up that don't know that we not family. Mm. I've been cuz and he been cuz since they was born. Mm. That's that's my cousin. Like, right. like they don't know no. Right. Get a dig. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> but at a certain point in time, when I was wilding the fuck out, cuz had to fall back on me. Yeah, they should. Instead of always being in your ear and trying to calm you down, then that leads to y'all fighting each other and pushing away from each other. Whereas he's like, hey, I'm gonna let him go on his adventure, do and what I, he got to do. I see when he comes back. When he comes back, if he comes back. I hope he come back. And when, and, I, and that's why I said, like, with, with the real friendship, when when I was going through that, and even through the fallback time, if there was a time that I really needed him, mm-hmm. he was there. Right. And then he'd go back on about his... Right. And that's how it should be. Yeah. You know, especially if there was no type of uh, a, a falling out yeah. during those times. You know what I'm saying? Like... I didn't highly disrespect each other and... But, like, you know, some people get all up and all, oh, man, nigga, quit fucking with me, man, nigga, fam. Yeah. No, that nigga reserved the right to protect his peace. Exactly. At that time in life, I was disrupting his peace. I was a disruptor of all peace. Or it could be the opposite way. He probably could look at it like, well, maybe I'm disrupting this person's peace by bringing my energy around. Yeah. Maybe I, we need to change up. Maybe we need to, you know what I'm saying? And that's real life, though, man. I'm currently going through that. So, yeah, that's real life, man. Like, like, I got, I got friends. Like, so I was, I was talking to my, one of my guys about it. 
I got that's that's how I shit me and you for example mm-hmm. that's how I determine a real friend from a, just a nigga you be around mm-hmm. when you cannot see a nigga for eight nine months year year and a half and when y'all see each other it's the same as it should be that's a friend yeah sometimes we get convoluted with niggas that we be around there you go being a friend there you go that's not a nigga that, that's that, that's what that's the when you when you have the difference in in, in, in work friends yeah yeah are our friends you find in jail. You niggas is friends because y'all had nowhere else to be. And y'all had one thing in common. And y'all just attached to it. Environment. And you, but I run into it a lot with the gym. Mm-hmm. I got gym friends who could not be my friends on the outside world. No. They just for that particular set. We don't have nothing else in common. Right. And but we in cool, here, we cool we as cool fucking here. Part, yeah. But we can't hang out every day. We don't do the same shit. We don't. No. Cause have you ever tried that? Yeah, I have. And it's like, no. Look, when I and then really good nigga, but when I uh, I worked at Fastenal for I was a house rush for three years. I worked there the whole three years. Mm-hmm. I worked there with this nigga named Chris, light skinned mixed nigga. We look we look like we could have been related. He's a little bit younger than me, so he kind of gravitated towards me. Mm-hmm. I used to pick him up from work on the way to work, drop him off. We did this shit for three years. Worked together every the same shift. Nigga for three years, nigga, close, as close as work friends can be. Nigga, when I quit that job, we probably tried four or five times to hang out just like outside yeah. as friends. I didn't like the niggas he hung out with. We did we just didn't Didn't mess well. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do those calculations, man. We still friends like on Facebook. I, I mean, you gave it a try, though. Still, yeah, and, that, and that's all that matters. You gave it a try, mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, we don't. Hey, it's, it, it always takes that one time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you gotta fuck around to find out, but that's how you would know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's why I said you confuse friends. Like I, me and you, we genuine friendship. So right. it don't matter if it's. I think it's been three, four years in between times that I've seen yeah. it because we, this is when we was teenagers. Yeah. It's been three or four years since the times when we, when we pull up, pop, pop my, my, my name up. That's all about. Hell yeah. But some niggas, it just, if you're not around that nigga for five days, y'all in a whole different space. Right. And that'd be like when you when you see motherfuckers fall out when I'm going to get a job or yeah. when a nigga get some money and you start moving a little dirt and then now it's a big fall. I think it's because y'all wasn't friends. Right. Right. And that's what I'd be... Uh, that was somebody you're pretty much using. Yeah. And that's what... Well, it, it just be the environment. That's why, like, a lot of times, when, like, you'll see, like, famous niggas, and there's always, like, a, a hood DVD or some, or some nigga talking about he don't come back to the hood and fuck with niggas mm-hmm. and this, that, and the third. Nigga, that's because the niggas that matter are with him. Yeah. But you one, niggas was just niggas he was in the neighborhood with. Right. Can't take everybody and everybody ain't gonna go. If I blew up right the fuck now, bro, it would be a laundry list of niggas who could sit around talking about I'm fake and don't come back. Cause I just know you, nigga. We not friends. <laughs> I've been on the same side of town, the same city for twenty years, nigga. I just know you, nigga. Right. We probably went to school together. And that'd be nigga. like that'd be like me uh, being mad at Conte. Because yeah. of what he did in music, but we went to the same school. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, perfect example, perfect motherfucking example, and it's the reason why I don't fucking like this movie. This fucking hustle and flow. 
Yeah. Damn it. That whole fucking movie, that nigga was a hater. He was a hater. Just a pure fucking a hater. hater. And he, he made motherfuckers come into his hater university. He had that old man at the, at the, at the on, club. Come skinny, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember you were studying your shit at the drive-in after Trump. Nigga, who cares? Yeah. He and wasn't even, helping him. And even all that, <coughs> even all that part was cool to get to the nigga. But when he didn't take your tape and this and that, that man don't owe you nothing. He don't. He told you what to do. He said, you don't turn that nothing. shit into me. Bro, you, I mean, like you said, you talk about like, and like I don't do music, but let's just say I did. Mm-hmm. And for a small period of time, we was fucking with the music. Right. But like, I know content just about as well as you do. Right. I know Tragic. Right. Uh, me and Ryan Fest had the same barber for years. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That nigga brought his Grammy for Jesus Walks to the barbershop. It showed <laughs> me and my barber at the same. And I said, I had a, we had a contact with him up at the, uh, Club Ice when they was up at Glendale. Bro, when I say we had the same barber for years, when the nigga was just the dusty nigga coming in that motherfucker, oh, yeah. getting the line up, then he, nigga, I can tell you the whole timeline, bro, when, because Kanye bought Jesus Walks from Ryan Fest. Right. He bought it. He didn't have to give Ryan Fest any credit because he right. bought it as a ghost rider. Right. And when he bought it, Ryan Fest bought a motorcycle. I remember coming to the barbershop and showing us the motorcycle. Because remember at the time, my jewelry store was next to the barbershop. Mm. So I'd just be in the barbershop when I went to the jewelry store. This nigga came up and showed us the motorcycle. When the song blew up, Kanye reached back out to him and put his name as and gave him writer credits on the song. Mm. So he went and bought an Escalade. And my barber had an Escalade, so he couldn't wait to pull up and show my barber, his Escalade. My right. barber had a forest green Escalade. He went and bought a white one. Like, he couldn't wait to show it to him. And like my barber had the niggas' posters in there. Like when the new CD was coming out, that shit went double wood because Ryan Fest ain't got the type of voice that you need for rapping. And he didn't have a marketing like that. And his voice is horrible. He got that big ass lisp, and everything sounds fucking weird coming out of his mouth. He just needs to write shit down and see people. When we met him, uh, we met him before all that shit. Way before all that shit. Like, he would just rhyme fest going to open mics. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he didn't have all that. We didn't even know that he was even doing shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. But, I mean, this is like getting mad at him for yeah. not saying that he was fucking with Kanye West. Bro, you know I got saying? another homeboy, Devin Golder. You know who he is? Yeah. Murder him. He writing for Diddy and wrote for everybody. He was making the band and shit in the back, writing for Day 26 and all them. Mm. That's my guy. But, like, what I look like being mad at this nigga, because he, I mean, when it's all said done, niggas is trying to make it. Right. They'd be like, right now, if we if our podcast took off to the moon, and all of a sudden we had four or five niggas that we know that do podcasts too, and they mad at us because our shit took off. Nigga, you can come get on this pod, bro, and we'll share your link. Right, share your link, but other but than that, I, I can't. can't uphold you. You got to go through the trenches, man. But we a hundred some odd episodes in, nigga, just on the strength of us doing what we doing. So if it takes off, it, it takes off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. My fuck don't want to put in that work, either. No. But yeah, that's what I was saying about Hustle and Flow. I hate that fucking movie. I hated it when it first came out. It had some. I mean, it was a good movie, but I hated that character. I, I hated like his it, but he's, he's a he was a hater. I seen it from the beginning. I was like, ah, and then he was a a, a janky pimp. So it was but just like Memphis is full of them. I know, I know. Like that's they, but they made him janky. But they, they's full of them niggas. <laughs> you know, like like for some odd reason, man. Like you know, like in certain places, 
niggas sell certain things. Yeah. Like, like niggas in Baltimore sell heroin. Like, that's right. what they do. Niggas around here sell crack. Like, this is what right. they... Niggas in Memphis pimp. Yeah. He finessed two times. He got a jail first thing. He said, nigga, nigga, I'm finally getting show money before I was getting my money from the snow bunnies. Nigga, like this nigga... <laughs> well, that's what even... Um Oh, girl was saying in uh, uh, they clone Tyrone. Yeah, and she was like, "You, you broke dusty pimp. Why don't you come on to Memphis?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, man. It's, I don't know, man. But no, no, they said he was a he was a hanger. He was a uh, he was the reason why almost all rappers die in their hometown. Yeah, mm. I promise you this, bro. I promise. I said it a million times, nigga. If I blow tomorrow on any of this shit we doing. Yeah. Motherfucker gotta worry about seeing me around this bitch. <laughs> I'm out of here. Cause this is the thing. I don't need you to have access to me just because you know me. Right. And the motherfuckers that matter will either be with me or have access to me. Exactly, as it should be. And and this is my city and I love it. Yeah. So I would do things for the city, but I would have someone else in charge of running on those type of particular events or and operations. I might show up and cut a ribbon. Yeah. Take a picture for Fox 59. Nigga, but I'm right back out of this bitch. <laughs> I got to go, baby. You know about to catch me at the cookie spot like Dolph and blow my shit out because you hating. True. That day the young Dolph died, he was there for a giveaway. I know. Book bag, bike giveaway. Yeah, some, yeah for the kids and the community and shit. He stopped at the motherfucking, uh... First stop this is off the thing, but they was talking. They got these leaked audios of the lady that ran that cookie shit. And they said, she said that Dolph was actually killed the night before hmm. in that motherfucker by so-and-so and by some nigga. And they put his body where, where it was at in the morning and had motherfuckers pull up and shoot out the windows and shit and then called it in. Hmm. I'm not true that shit is, but hey, could be. Mm -hmm. We never know, man. We don't see it, so we just don't know. Yeah, I tell you what, I do know. The Waffle House employees in Atlanta are going on strike. Good. They had enough. They had enough. Shit. They got demands. What they demand? More pay. They got demands, brother. (laughs) Let's hear them. They want 24-hour security. As they should have it. I don't see why they don't. They won't. $25 $25 an hour. Yeah. And they want to end mandatory meal deductions. Hmm. They got mandatory meal deductions. What the fuck is that? They automatically deduct a price out of their check every day for lunch. What? Whether you eat there or not. Well, that's dumb. So you like, it yeah. kind of force you to eat there. Yeah, it does. Because if I don't want to buy. It should be for fucking free. I'm working here. And if I don't want to buy nothing, then I don't... I don't have to buy nothing that day. You can pay me my motherfucking money. They got mandatory meal deductions. Fuck that. Yeah, they, yeah, they charge you a, a XYZ fee... To come to work. ...every day for lunch, whether you eat it or not. I'm eating shit. I'm taking shit home. I'm going to be the most stillingest motherfucker in there. So, yeah, they, they walked you, out. You're the a restaurant day. company. I don't own you. Yeah, I'm stealing. I'm they, stealing. No, it's a fact. They, they walked out the other day and they held a protest and and uh, they did it in Atlanta, which is you know we got Waffle House, yeah. Place, but like Waffle House is a big thing yeah. there. 
They got commercials. Yeah, that is like a big deal. Here. We don't have commercials for our No, they're series. just they're just here. <laughs> they're just here. I'm actually banned from one of them for life. Actually, I'm actually banned for one. The one I'm playing play. I'm banned from for life. If they remember you. Yeah, I went in there motherfucker one day with, uh, with a little bro, and the cook said, come on now. I said, I swear to God, I ain't on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he said, all right. <laughs> I, I beat the nigga after death in that while, while. I tore that whole motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah, while, while I was employees, I had no strike, man. And I don't think they, um, I don't think that they're going to give them $25 an hour. Nah, they ain't gonna give them twenty five. They probably give them twenty. But I think the other shit is reasonable. They yeah. should have twenty four hour security. Yes, which is wild because we the one here got twenty four hour security. They all do. It's the the real police too, not just no. Oh, I don't fucking, know. Yeah, out Beach Grove, I don't, I don't think it's actual police. But the one on Pelham Park gets warrants. Yeah, they sitting out that bitch. They either in there chilling or they sitting outside in the car. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but um. I might have had something to do with that too, because they started having them twenty four hour security after I beat that nigga half deaf in that motherfucker. <laughs> the ambulance had to come get that boy up out of Waffle House. He was yelling about it. he was a he was in the military and shit and he was get your ass beat. Take me to the VA. He was he was wore his ass out. You understand me? <laughs> beat that nigga the fuck up. The police caught me and everything. <laughs> the only thing saved me was the nigga swung on me first. Damn. The, police, the police said, What happened? I you was with me. Friend of the show. So he said, what you going to tell him when they finally called us? He said, what you going to tell him? I said, I'm going to tell him the truth. He said, what? I said, yeah, man. I'm going to just tell him the truth. The cop said, well, what exactly happened? I said, man, there's a lot going on in there, man. I was I was, I was, being a spectator. Yeah. He said, I looked at the corner of my eye, man, and I caught a guy trying to sneak up on me, and he swung, and I ducked it. I said, and I defended myself. I said, now, before you say anything, I may have defended myself a little too much, but I defended myself. <laughs> that motherfucker came back to the car and said, you know what, man? You did defend yourself a little too much, but multiple witnesses have corroborated that he swung on you first. Hey. He said, and after that, what happened to him is whatever happened to him. That's, that's the deal. <laughs> I busted the glass cake jar over that nigga head. It was cake and glass everywhere. Damn. I threw the nigga over the thing. He didn't really like hit the the, uh, the, the, the stove top. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> flat. Yeah. A little high, a little hanger up and stuck in the fire. fingerprints <laughs> burning on that motherfucker. That was crazy. It was real. But yeah, man, I would be able to walk my house get that thing. Man, you know, I'm all for uh, fighting the system. And oh, hell yeah. Injustices because they just let it took advantage of us, bro. That motherfuckers in FedEx taking advantage of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Um shit, bro, I think that might be my last comment. Uh yeah, because that's a fecal and I forgot to put fecal there. Oh, okay. So, <coughs> I think it's almost break time. Ask some shit about wine. <coughs> I don't care. He's just doing some other shit. Uh, him and one of his guys and got in trouble for threatening witnesses. 
Ah, okay. Well, shit, let's take this break. Let's take this break. Time to come on back with your, with your Florida. favorites. Florida, with your Florida man. man. With your, your Mountain Burley Motorhead. Mountain Later. And then with Fecals. Fecals. We to the beat. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is. It's time for the Florida, isn't it? Florida man. Florida. I got two man. of them. I got three. I will go in between yours. Okay, well, let me kick it off with a. Nah, let me kick it off with a funny. Florida man arrested for breaking into jail. Damn. Investigators say he crawled into jail through the x ray machine. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Ray Few, 41, can be seen in the video that I watched using an X-ray security machine portal as a pathway into the Lake County Detention Center on Thursday night. Officers said they found a meth pipe and a, and a few other drug paraphernalia items while searching him after he was taken into custody. He was charged with burglary of an occupied structure felony criminal mischief, battery on a law enforcement officer, and introducing contraband into a secure facility. Damn. I don't know where this nigga thought he was going. He tried to sneak that shit in. He was, <laughs> I, I don't, I think the nigga was so high, I watched the video, I don't think the nigga, I think the nigga had a different destination <laughs> in play and ended up at the jail. At the jail. Damn. He should have read the signs. Yeah. This nigga broke into Look at this nigga face, bro. Oh, damn. This nigga broke. He's 41, bro. He is? He's 41. And nigga looks 67. Yeah, he looks like he's about 60-something. He's been drugging and thugging for a long goddamn time. But yeah, he, he broke into... Makes you feel good about taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really do. Ain't nothing but a year older than me. God damn. Yeah. That nigga look like he had it rough. <laughs> whole life. Yeah. That nigga broke into the jail, nigga. And had dope and pipes and shit on it and some <laughs> other shit. Uh, this one is uh, fake news, fake cure. Oh. Florida family sentenced to federal prison for selling dangerous fake COVID-19 cure. Mm-mm. That says that members of a Florida family who claimed they had a miracle cure for COVID-19 that contained a toxic bleach were sentenced to federal prison on Friday. They put bleaching people? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Grennan, 66, and his three sons, Damn. Jonathan Grennan, 37, Jordan Grennan, 29, and Joseph Grennan, 36, were found guilty of conspiracy to defraud the U.S. by distributing an unapproved and, mis- and misbranded drug. Uh, the federal jury also found Jonathan and Jordan guilty of contempt of court following a trial this summer. Uh, Jonathan and Jordan were sentenced to 151 months, about 12 and a half years, in federal prison. While Mark and Joseph Grennan were sentenced to five years, uh, federal prosecutors said the men manufactured, produced, and sold a dangerous product they claimed would cure COVID-19. Their Miracle Mineral Solution, or MMS, was sold under the guise of the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing, according to prosecutors. said MMS contains sodium... Chloride in water, which when ingested orally became chloride dioxide, a powerful, a powerful bleach typically used for industrial water treatment or bleaching textiles, pulp, and paper. Uh, it says during the trial, prosecutors showed the jury photos 
and videos of a shed in uh, Jonathan Grinnell's backyard and uh, in Brant, Bradenton, Bradenton, Florida, that had dozens of blue chemical drums containing nearly 10,000 pounds of sodium chloride powder with labels warning the product was toxic and harmful if swallowed. I bet. So it was laced with bleach, right? Yeah, well, it, the compound would turn into bleach once it's inside the, the mouth or whatever, oh or the God. body. Uh, says, uh, you said this is a long one. Hold on. So they sold MMS throughout the United States and before marketing as a COVID-19 cure, claimed it would cure other diseases and disorders, including leukemia, HIV, HIV, diabetes, and Alzheimer's. They cured it in flip. Yeah. It says it was not approved by the uh, U.S. Food and Drug Administration to treat COVID-19 or any other use. That's what the uh, Department of Justice said. So it mm. says since 2010, the FDA has warned consumers not to purchase or use MMS and that drinking it could cause severe reactions. Uh, so, yeah, and, yeah, fuck all that rest of this shit. This is stupid. And, mm. yeah, that's about it. Because I don't really talk about the charges. All right. But yeah, motherfuckers selling fake COVID fucking cures. And motherfuckers is probably out here falling for it. Ain't no doubt about it. Ain't no doubt about it. Uh, and his three sons, you got your whole family in trouble. Hey, I know what we can do. <laughs> Damn motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm done with this one, bro. I'm there. Post on the socials. Um, yeah, I know which one's coming up next. Can you duck a switch? Oh. A 27 year old Florida woman arrested after asking a woman, Could you duck a switch? before pulling up to her house and firing multiple shots into her house. <laughs> <laughs> the reporters state that the victim was not hit by any shots. Oh, but a nearby vehicle was struck by a gunfire, causing damages of more than $1,000. Police said she did not exit the vehicle during the shooting, but fled westbound on some zone in a white vehicle. <coughs> she said further investigation revealed the that Kulik, that's her name, owned a white Honda Accord bearing the same Florida tags that was given by the victim in a statement to police. Hmm. The victim positively identified her from a photo lineup and reports that the authorities said that projectiles from the gun was impounded uh, projectiles from the gun were found in the impounded vehicle hmm. at the police station and booked in the evidence. The bullet shells? Well, yeah. While being interviewed by investigators, she admitted that she owned the white Honda Accord and that she had a boyfriend where the only two, her and her boyfriend owned to the drove. She also stated that her boyfriend owns a semi-automatic handgun and has kept it at the residence while they, where they both live. The arresting officer wrote in the arrest warrant that she did not admit to shooting, nor did the officer reveal the relationship between the, 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 the. <laughs> Basically, it's just too much stupid shit. She, uh, she's locked up for unlawful conduct an aggravated assault with a firearm and criminal mischief. But basically, she was going back and forth with a bitch over a nigga 
And she says something, and the bitch is like, sometimes she said, well, bitch, can you duck a switch? <laughs> shot at her. And then pulled up and then shot at her crib. Yeah, she's a horrible shot. Mm-hmm. As far as she hit was that car. And nothing on the house. Everything else went to the dirt. Yeah. Hopefully. And she looked like she was a cutie before she did all that tattooing herself. Oh, yeah. Poor baby. Yeah. Somebody would let her down. Well, she's in Florida, so I mean, yeah, here she here she probably be a ten. In Florida, she's gonna be a negative eight. Yeah, <laughs> ain't that fucked up? Listen, man, that's how it go. Boy, I was uh, talking about a uh, uh, Damian Lillard. You know, Damian Lillard got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. No, I didn't know that. He, I was, trying, no he, he was trying to get to Miami Heat. Right, he didn't make it. He was, but he so he ended up at. With the Milwaukee, with the Milwaukee Bucks, mm-hmm. and one of the podcasts I listened to kept telling that nigga to, to watch out for those Milwaukee Eights. <laughs> he said, "You get down there long enough, man. Them Milwaukee Eights, man. Said they'll get a hold of you, man. He said that motherfuckers in New York Fours and Miami Threes. <laughs> he said they're them Milwaukee Eights. <laughs> it do feel like that. Though. Yeah, it do feel like that. Like I went to Cali." my last relationship <laughs> and I was like I gotta come back by myself yeah this is wow you can't keep your eyes off of nothing there's so many pretty motherfuckers down there you know I'm you know I'm originally from Cali so and I used to go back all the time and this is the difference and that's why it's like that in Miami too there is no such thing as summer body loading no this is a year round thing yeah you got to be beach ready and pool ready and daytime pool party ready and mm. and it is it's a wide variety. It's more of incentives to keep yourself up. Unlike here, unlike here, where you know anywhere where there's a winter, <laughs> there's hibernation. Yeah, and eating that goes on. That goes for all of us. No, like, I even the, like the niggas be. When I used to go to Cali, like, all the time, bro, it was a phenomenal shit, but there's, like, free gyms on the boardwalk. Yeah. Like, body weight gyms. That's like on Venice Beach. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. But you just, you just walk up and work out. Yeah, no membership. membership. Nothing. And it's cool to see how everybody shares that shit. Like, don't nobody disrespect, ah. you know what I'm saying? They respect how you share the walk. Huh? It's your set, bro. Yeah. This motherfucker's here to yeah. just watch. They, that's what I'm saying. They just sit there and spectate outside of the gate and everything. It's just, they ain't hollering, they ain't heckling. It's just cool. Yeah. I've never experienced nothing like that until I was actually in it. Yeah. Like, uh, I used to go to, uh, and I'm from Oakland. So I go to Oakland all the time. I used to go over to San Francisco all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like San Francisco, downtown San Francisco, jumping. And I used to go, like, on the pier. Like, in, in, like, like the pier, you can see Alcatraz off the pier. So that's okay. where I'm at. Like, but the pier, bro, there'll be so much going on in the pier, and I just go to the pier and run. Mm. And, like, every few blocks or whatever on the pier, there'd be an outdoor workout area. Mm-hmm. I'd stop and get a few reps in, do a few things, and take off and run some more. Like, that's when I was on my, my jogging shit real heavy. But it, it's nah, just amazing, bro. You pull up and you be having conversations with motherfuckers. And okay, because you, you've been here for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. How many parts have you gone to lately? And you've seen those workouts and those workout equipment. I've seen them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The ones that had a little plaque right there telling yeah. you what you're supposed to do. And yeah, the body weight shit. Yeah. Because what it would be is, it would be like the chest press. Yeah. But the way it worked was, when you did that, it would lift up your seat. So you yeah. were chest pressing your own body weight. So yeah. it wouldn't be like no 
weight you can control, which makes it safe for all ages because yeah. you're just doing your body, your body weight. You're just toning up. Yeah. But it was always something healthy to do in the park. Yeah, now, it's, now it's just walking. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe some swimming and basketball, but yeah. walking and eating. Because every time you pull into a fucking park, there's a food truck sitting in the goddamn parking lot. Not yeah. the ice cream man, a fucking full-fledged yeah, food truck. They take a lot of the healthy shit from them. Like I said, those, when I know for a fact, like, like you said, Venice Beach, mm-hmm. them would be like full-blown weights outside. Yeah. But like on the pier... Every couple blocks, it'll be stations like that. Okay. The body weight stations yeah. where you could do, do, do some type of calisthenics. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, it'll be machines. But yeah. just, so you know, it's not just like doing a pull up. You nah, do the machine, but it's your body weight. But the gyms out there are crazy. Like the gold gym I used to go to with my uncle, bro, it was like four stories of a gym. Yeah. Like you walk in and the, and the, the entrance, and you come out the parking garage, you walk in and you be. Like in the middle. Like this was five stories because you'd be in the middle and you could be there or you could go two stories down or two stories up. Yeah. There's the main floor. And, bro, it was so much shit. But it's because living a certain type of way and presenting yourself a certain type of way is like a, a I won't say mandatory, but highly suggested. Yeah, out there, yeah. Yeah. Not here. No. <laughs> Not here. Nah, this nigga said, what'd you say? Booty dude. Milwaukee 8s. <laughs> Milwaukee 8s. Milwaukee 8s. I like that. It's a Cali, it's a Cali, a Cali, it's Cali 5. That's the truth, though. Yeah, Florida 3. It's the fucking truth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Miami 3. I won't say all of Florida. The Miami 3. <laughs> it's all of Florida. some bullshit in all of Florida. Yeah, take it to Jacksonville. Yeah, because you start getting away from them... Uh, you start getting away from the states, on the, from the towns on the water. Yeah. You start seeing centralized some, some shit. <laughs> you start saying this times in the meth country. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it your turn? I don't know. Did you just run one off? I ran off the... Uh, I just got done with the uh, fake news and the fake COVID shit. What was your second? Did you do your second one? Yeah, the duck, duck switch. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, this one is Burglars of Cape Corral. I don't know. Uh, burglars targeting expense. What the fuck? I didn't touch you. Yeah, burglars targeting <laughs> expensive boat equipment in uh, Cape Corral. Uh, it says uh, Cape Corral, Florida. Burglars are sneaking on the boats to steal expensive equipment. Uh, somebody says, honestly, it's probably better that I didn't catch them because I would have hesitated. I wouldn't have hesitated. They wouldn't have walked off this property the same way they came on it, says Robert Blinn. Yeah. Uh says, uh, someone reportedly trespassed his property, climbed into his boat, and stole tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. All in total, the estimation is 60 to $50 in loss, said Blanton. I don't know what that means. Uh, according to the police report, a sonar system, two propellers, two engine control modules Jesus. Uh, were stolen. Someone at Mercury Marine told Blanton that criminals have found a way to hack the EMCs and make them untraceable. That's the engine control modules. Mm-hmm. Uh, others... They found ways to steal them bitches and put them on the black market. Yeah. Without you having to find them. And check this out there. Other owners are buying these stolen modules. And they are able to take 
a 300 or a 300 or 350 horsepower motor and pump it up to 485 horsepower. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, then if the motor blows up, the owner switches the ECMs back to the engine, back into the engine and takes it in for service work under warranty. That's smart. Just a few miles from Blanton's home, police responded to another burglary on the same day on Embers Parkway. Someone stole $38,000 worth of equipment, including three ECMs. He said, I would rather, I would rather that when the snowbirds return, or whatever that means, we're probably going to... Snowbirds? That's what it says. Okay. I would rather that when the snowbirds return, we're probably going to have more engines found without ECMs. Uh, still, Blanton is... He says, still, Blanton's confident Cape, Cape Corral police will catch these burglars. They are watching over security footage and DNA testing items that the suspects left behind. says, you can steal for a while, but you can't steal forever. It catches up. Technology today is incredible. Yeah. That's it. Good man. All right, where we at? Oh, this one is... Uh should have been a fecal, but we try hard not to make kids fecals. Right. So it happened in Florida. Hold so on. it's so it's a Florida man. Go ahead. Eleven year old. Nope. All right. Go ahead. All right. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> An eleven year old Florida boy has been charged with attempted murder after shooting two children after football practice. After what? After a football practice. No, no, no. He did what? He shot two other children. After a football practice. All right. about some shit happening in football. Okay. The incident was allegedly the result of a fight over a bag of chips. Okay. According to Opachoka Police, the shooting occurred a little after 8.30 p.m. in the parking lot of the, Re- or the recreation center in Opachoka. Officers arrived to find two boys with gunshot wounds. Mm. One was struck in the arm and the other in the torso. Both victims are recovering. The child who is not being named due to his age is facing one count of attempted second-degree murder. Investigators say the boy grabbed a gun from an unlocked SUV from an unlocked box in his mother's SUV and fired towards his teammates. Oh, shit. Hitting them, hitting him in the back. Mm. The same round is believed to have struck another juvenile in the arm. So basically, he was trying to shoot one little nigga, mm-hmm. shot him in the back, and the bullet went through him, mm-hmm. and hit the other nigga in the arm. And mama had four metal jackets in there. Yeah. Damn. This nigga ran to Mom Deuce's car, grabbed a pistol, and got the popping of his teammate over a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. Only in Florida, bro. He ain't playing. Only in Florida. He said he ain't playing about no damn chips. Like I said, like, they didn't give his name, and I wouldn't have said it if they gave it. Understood. Uh, I do got another Florida man. Hello? I was going to make him a fecal, but since you got three, we might as well make this segment okay. complete. Uh, I call it Arcade Bonanza. Mm. A man allegedly laundered hundreds of thousands of dollars out of local adult arcades. This happened in Lantana, Florida. A 57-year-old man is charged with owning three illegal gambling establishments in Lantana and faces over 100 counts related to the elite to the alleged crimes. Mm. Timothy Surgeon is listed as the owner of Treasure Island Arcade, Blackbeard Super Game Room, and Games and More. 
which are all located south on, uh, located South Congress Avenue and are now closed. In September 2022, after a complaint was reported to Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, undercover operations and a year's worth of investigating revealed that the Las Vegas-style business uh, according to stat, according to police, uh, according to Florida statutes, slot machines will pay out cash, which pay out cash are explicitly prohibited. In January, PBSO agents learned from a confidential source who reportedly knows Surgeon personally about the he didn't get his money about the suspects off the books and cash only operations. All employees of the three adult arcades were allegedly paid in cash. Mm. No payroll tax reports <laughs> were filed. Uh, this confidential source claimed the Treasure Island Arcade was making eighty thousand in cash per month. There's an anonymous, an anon- another anonymous complaint to the Florida Gaming Commission in June, claimed both Surgeon and his wife, Trish Surgeon, were involved in the illegal gambling activities. Uh, the source claimed that they worked under the table for Trish for three years and was forced to hand out fake money and alleged the owners allowed underage patrons to gamble. Uh, it says she made us hand out fake 100s to a, to a man that hit a $10,000 mega, mixing real and fake money. This woman, was trauma, this woman has traumatized me, the anonymous complaint said about Trish and the business. Uh, told me I need to shut my mouth if her husband asked about how much she cheats on him. Damn. Jesus. Says during one uh, undercover operation, two agents uh, fronted as guests at the Treasure Island Arcade. The pair used investigative funds to play two games. After ending the game, the agents took their $36 <laughs> vouchers to try and cash it. Cash it out. One employee at the arc, at the adult arcade identified as K, told the undercover agents an employee with access to cash was not there at the moment and that they had to return when a manager was at the, at the premises. Kay further explained the arcade also pays out gambling winnings with prepaid credit cards. Wow. Because mm. if a customer wins a jackpot of 10000 the arcade will provide the customer with $10,000 and prepaid credit cards, one of the covered agents asked. Uh, yes, that is correct, Kay <laughs> responded. Because another, in another undercover operation, agents split $100 of investigation funds. As they tried cashing out their winnings, a different employee did not offer the agents a gift, a toy, trinket, or any other form of prize other than United States currency. Mm. Uh, that's the end. Surgeon allegedly used legal, used illegally obtained funds from the three arcades to pay for the sub, to pay for the utility bills, a total of $33,000 of illegal proceeds was paid to Florida Power and Light. Uh, Surgeon charges include one count of money laundering over 100k, two yeah. counts of keeping a gambling house, two counts of being a, being an agent of a gambling house, and 120 counts of unlawful possession of a slot machine. Uh, he was booked into the Palm Beach County Jail Thursday around noon with his bond set at 25,000. I don't think that's enough for him, but oh well. Yeah, that's that's not his life. Cause that's only what 10 percent, 2500. Yeah. Well, he better get them fake 100s out. And his wife had. He better not show up that one with them fake 100s. <laughs> he better not. Yeah, that's Arcade Bonanza. Hey, that's it for Florida, man, isn't it? Yeah. He said you don't got to. Uh, I don't have another one so I'll let you run yours off. This is. Who is this? Bro. 
blah, blah, blah. Her name is Amy Forna Sanko. Sanko makes history as first black deaf woman to earn a doctorate in STEM. Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, graduation day for Amy. I'm not going through all that. Was more than the more than the completion of a degree. She became the first black, first deaf black woman to complete her doctorate studies in the science, technology, engineering, and math program in the United States. As according to the chemistry world, Sanko was awarded her PhD after graduating from the University of Tennessee, Knoxville's biochemistry and cellular and molecular biological pro- biology program. Uh, she's a native of West Africa. <coughs> Sanko was sent to the U.S. to live with her father's best friend at 12 years old after losing her hearing during the Civil War. Uh, she struggled with her. <coughs> she struggled with her. Yeah, she struggled with her studies as a young deaf student. Uh, American doctors could not cure her deafness, and Sanko says she had, she took a few years to learn American Sign Language. Uh, and that's how we're going to read. So, her name is Amy Forna Sanko. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to get too much on it. Shout out to Amy. I should get a regular ass name like Amy. I might be pronouncing it wrong. It's Amy. 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 Yeah, because it's A M I E. Amy. Amy. <laughs> Good morning, Paul. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> well, that's it for that. Well, you know what time it is. The fakers, I got two. I have five. God damn. <laughs> five fucking fakers. Let me kick it up. Yeah. Alright, first one's called Killer Voicemails. Killer Voicemail. Uh boom 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 there it is. This is a local boy, Indiana man, who accidentally recorded a voicemail of himself killing his mom's boyfriend. Yeah, you did that one. Okay. I remember that now that you said that. He's been sentenced. Okay, cool. Update. update. He's been sentenced to eighty five years. Oh, really? Yeah. Cody Allen was convicted of the killing of his mother's boyfriend, Carl Havland. Back in June 2020, that's when that that's when the killing happened. That's what what city was it? Was it here? Uh, it wasn't in Indianapolis. Okay. Carl Avalon back in uh, way was sentenced to 60 years for murder, with an additional 15 years added for being an habitual offender. Mm. He had another 10 years tacked on for two counts of felony burglary, felony bag, battery on a public safety official. With injury, it was given a concurrent sentence of three other charges, including misdemeanor resisting law enforcement. Investigators say Wade stabbed Havlin multiple times while he was unknowingly recording himself. Wade left his mother a voicemail before committing the crime. However, he didn't hang up the phone. The entire murder was recorded on voicemail, which was played in the courtroom. Before he before the attack, Wade attended a cookout and left for his mother's house, but stopped at another person's home to announce he was going to kill someone. Damn. Yeah. Crazy. He got eighty five ball. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. 
Forever, ever, forever, forever, forever. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was, that was one of them jokes. Uh, this one is uh, pumpkins and donuts. Okay. Which is also from Florida. Uh, two teens arrested after brutally beating a barista in Fort Myers Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, two teenage women were arrested after brutally beating a teenage barista while she was at work while she was working Jesus. at a Dunkin' Donuts coffee shop in the Whiskey Creek community of Fort Myers Friday. Uh, Cassie Smith and Janiah Wingate are in custody after attacking the teenage girl while she was at work. A uh, 19-year-old girl was so badly hurt that she needed to be taken to the hospital for treatment. According to the victim's family, a group of at least three women walked to the coffee shop at the corner of Cobbs Parkway around 1 p.m. Uh, the women were relatives of a disgruntled ex-employee and came for an unknown reason, the victim's family mm -hmm. said. After shouting at the employees working, they were asked to leave the store by the teenage victim. That's when one of the women jumped over the front counter and started the assault. It says, uh, get off of her, get off of her. Shouted someone in the recording of the attack, which lasted more than two minutes. It says in the video, you can, see, yeah, you can see three women attacked a young girl who was failing. Oh, damn. You see, three women attacked a young girl who was filling in at this location for the day. She didn't even work at that location. Damn. She was filling in. Uh, some of the co-workers tried to break up the fight, but the punches and kicks kept flying. Says, oh, my fucking God, screamed an employee in the video. Oh, my God, oh, my, uh, said Sherry Battle as she watched the recording. Uh, Battle stops at the Dunkin' Donuts early every day. One of her family members actually works at this store, but wasn't there for that for the attack. It says, uh, it's really indescribable. I can't really, I can't really, okay. What the fuck? Who wrote this? I've seen enough, Battle said. It's kind of, it kind of makes me have chills. It just breaks my heart. It makes me almost want to cry. So after unleashing more than a minute and a half of swings and kicks on the victim, they stopped. The victim was left lying motionless on the floor. Hold on. On the floor of the lobby. Uh, seconds later, the beating continues as an employee struggles to break up the altercation. Uh, the attackers walked out of the store, leaving the girl so badly hurt that she was rushed to the hospital. She got her ass whooped. And the Lee, the Lee County Sheriff's Office is investigating detectives with the Violent Crimes Unit are interviewing the women seen in that video. Uh, however, no arrests have been reported. The mother of the 19-year-old girl has released the following statement. As her daughter continues to recover in the hospital, which I'm not reading. And <laughs> it says Cassie Smith, 19, was charged with battery, touch of, touch or strike. Okay. Mm -hmm. Grant that from criminal mischief, while Janiah Wingate is also facing a battery charge. She got her ass was out. Yeah. I wonder what she said. I got to watch the video. They lost their shit. I gotta watch the video. Oh, she yeah. hopped over the counter though, so I mean something had yeah. to provoke her. Hop uh, over the counter on the bitch. This one goes out to um I guess it was one of those. Oh, this is uh Nashville Shitty Parents. Uh oh. Parents arrested for leaving one year old alone in a Nashville short term rental, which is an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. With a loaded Glock pistol, 
15 with 15 rounds, 15 pounds of marijuana, mm. and seventeen thousand dollars in cash. See, that was that baby from Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Try my sweet <laughs> A baby living on the side of an Airbnb found by a crew of by a crew that showed up at the mint house to clean to the cleaning unit. Oh. The baby was like left there. At the Airbnb? Yeah, the, the cleaning unit showed up after checkout time and all that was still there with the baby. The one year old, fifteen pounds of marijuana, a loaded clock pistol, and more than seventeen thousand dollars in cash were found inside office when officers arrived, according to the Metro Nashville Police Department. As officers were investigating, the child's parents arrived on the scene. Desnot Hoskins, nineteen, was uh-huh. identified as the father. He was charged with child neglect, child endangerment. Possession of marijuana for resale, gun possession, and the consumption of danger and the commission of dangerous felony, the possession of drug paraphernalia for the digital scales and marijuana packaging supplied inside the house. Sound like he took it all because the mom wasn't charged for not with nothing. Yeah, so he did take the whole thing. But yeah, those are the uh, the goddamn dummy parents. Huh. Well, there you go. See, well, nigga, you got to know what checkout know. time means. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. What were they doing? Not only did you leave the baby in there all night, but the shit and the money. We're gonna come to clean up, and then and, and this is what we find. Nah, straight up, they wouldn't have found that money though. <laughs> they wouldn't have found my fifteen pounds, nigga. I mean, they wouldn't. Have, nah, they wouldn't have found that either. And you know what I mean? What I know about fifteen pounds? Fifteen pounds is roughly. $45,000? Yeah, they wouldn't have found that either then. We took that. Where was that? Memphis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nashville. Nashville. Tennessee. And guess where they would have found me? In Memphis. <laughs> Paper nose. Underground. Reefer. Underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, that, was, that was one up for them. Right out to the Delta. Shit. That was one for them. Oh, okay, I can do that another one. Uh, I call this 115. It's so much shit. It's so much other shit in Tennessee that I got. Tennessee tripping this week. This one's in Colorado. Okay. Uh, 115. 115 decaying bodies found in historic Jesus scene at, at funeral home, officials say. Uh, a foul smell led investigators decaying to... Decaying bodies? Fresh ones. Mm-hmm. A foul, a foul smell led investigators to find at least 115 decaying bodies at a funeral home in rural Colorado that had promised green burials. Uh, uh, describing the scene, uh, officials described the scene as horrific. Randy Keller, the Fremont County coroner, said it would take months to determine the identities of the deceased yeah. for fingerprints, dental records, or DNA. Uh, state and federal agencies, including the FBI, are helping and Governor Jared Polis of Colorado on Thursday issued a verbal disaster declaration for Fremont County to provide additional resources in the investigation into the remains at the return of Nature Nature Funeral Home in Penrose, about 105 miles south of Denver. Because according to a letter from the state regulators, 
uh, suspending the, the funeral home's license. The owner, John Howard, spoke to a funeral home regulator on Wednesday and acknowledged that he has a problem at the property. Claimed that uh, he practices taxidermy there. Mm. Uh, the letter date letter oh, worked. Yeah, said so the letter dated Thursday. Also said that Mr. Helford, Mr. Halford, attempted to conceal the improper storage of human remains on the property. Uh, he could not be immediately reached at numbers listed under his name on Friday, <laughs> and the funeral home's voicemail was full. Alan Cooper, Fremont <coughs> County Sheriff, said no one had been arrested or charged. He said the owner of the funeral home who he did not name, have been cooperating. Uh, state records indicate that the funeral home's licenses, license was originally issued in 2017. Uh, Mr. Keller said that the, office, the sheriff's office had contacted him earlier in the week about a report of an odor coming from the funeral home. Uh, investigators executed a search warrant on the property on Wednesday and said that inside we found over 115 dis- descendants Okay, yeah. Mm. Descendants who were improperly stored in a hazardous scene. Uh, Sheriff Cooper described the scene as very disturbing and horrific, but declined to go into detail, saying that he wanted to avoid further victimizing these families. Uh, The funeral home was part of a growing number of the offer green burials as an environmentally sensitive alternative to funerals that require embalming fluids and elaborate coffins. In 2021, Colorado has also been has also became the second state after Washington state to legalize human composting to allow bodies to be turned into soil. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. They're doing the composting, they be doing that shit to uh, the tree pile shit every single night. Yeah. They the bury you under the tree. And put it into like a thing and then the tree is fertilized off your body. Yeah. And so, like, get people, instead of going to a headstone, they can come back and, like, see this tree. Yes, sir. But, like, the way it's done, like, your body is put into, like, the tree is put there, and then, like, a bag thing at the bottom of the tree mm-hmm. with, like, soil in your body. Yeah. That's, like, biodegradable. Yeah. For the tree to feed so, off of and the roots to go through. That's crazy. And some of us can come and, like, look at this tree, like. And this, like, this is my uncle. Like, like, my loved one is. If he isn't now, he's fed this tree to grow it. Yes, sir. Like this is. I think that's dope. I do too. Like this is the direct descendant of my. I think that's actually harder than gravesites. No, all the way. Gravesites suck. I go visit my people that are there, but I think I want to be burnt up. Yeah, that's what's happening with me. Burn me up, man. Twelve hundred dollars. Burn me up. Get your urn, get your everything, get your little plot if you want it. Burn me up. This, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of Charlie Bethel. (laughs) Charlie Bethel. This this is a little older story, but I don't know how the fuck I missed this. Alright. It's not so wrong, but Charlie Bethel is a black man who, uh, Back in like 2014, he reported his son missing. Mm-hmm. Him and his step, him and his wife, stepmother, the child reported the child missing, and um, 
This shit made like national news to the point where he was helping him find him and shit. He was like looking for him, and, and the motherfucker was in his house in the basement. basement. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, this nigga was on Nancy Grace. Yeah, when they found the kid in the basement, and he was still pretending like they didn't find him and shit. Like, she was like, Charlie, I have to report to you that we just found your son in your found basement. Your son in your basement. And come to find out, he and the ex-wife had been abusing the child and keeping him stored in the basement. And the child had escaped from the storage spot in the basement, but was still in the basement. Damn. Like he had escaped from where they kept him, yeah. but he hadn't figured out how to get out the basement. And that's why they reported him missing. And then they went to... Searched the home oh, so he's and found that. him like hid behind some shit in the basement. He he doing uh, people under the stairs type shit. He wrote. Yeah, and so just the nigga. Long story short, man, it was all said and done. The son was eventually cleared of medical exam and released, and he is now being raised by his biological mother. Okay, because the dad had custody somehow. Right. Which he shouldn't have. You're doing that type of bullshit. And the the dad got a few years in jail. So did the stepmom. But it was just crazy, bro. I watched He Gotta Be a Fickle Man. I watched that motherfucking Nancy Grace clip the other day just on the humbug. (laughs) And, bro, that motherfucker, he was in the middle of his little, I just want to find my son. Yeah, he was was doing that bullshit. She said, I have to inform you. Your child has just been located in your basement. <laughs> he said, huh? And you said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Come again and say what? Come again and say, huh? <laughs> My mama's out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, that was the story of Charlie, uh, Charlie Bethel. Charlie Bethel. They say Charlie Buckets. And he was in Detroit. <laughs> You got any more? No, I, that one that's uh-huh. the two I had. I that uh, it. that one Florida man was going to be my third one. Okay, I, that was just in case you didn't. If we had to cross the path, no, I got Florida man. One. I got another one, but buddy crashed out about some uh, mild sauce. Sorry, somebody doing something about some sauce. North Carolina man arrested for shooting Taco Bell employee multiple times Damn. over incorrect order, over incorrect amount of change. I can see that. Especially if he's on his last. Dole McDolan, 67, has been charged with assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill uh, and inflicting serious injury and discharging a weapon into occupied properties. And them boomers don't care. According to reports, officers received a report of an assault with a deadly weapon with injury at a Taco Bell. When officers arrived, the, uh, they reportedly found an employee suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. Witnesses say that after Mc, McLendon ordered food in the drive-thru, he became aggressive because he believed he was given an incorrect, incorrect amount of change. Officers said McLendon left the drive-thru, went inside, and took out a firearm and began shooting from the dining room of the restaurant. A Taco Bell employee was taken to the local hospital with life-threatening injuries, but it believed he will survive. Mm. And it crashed out over 67 cents. Damn. Look at it. 
Yeah, he looked like it. He looked like it, yeah. Like he crashed out after 67. Yeah, them niggas don't give a fuck. All my life. I had everything. Everything. My uncles. My brothers. Shot that man multiple times. You want to take this. You don't want to give me my correct change? Think like, like I, I can't count? I can't count, you whore ass nigga. At least I can do is count. <laughs> Might not be able to read so good, but, but I, I can count. count. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis man shoots his brother to death for allegedly sleeping with his girlfriend. Not wife. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. All right. And kill that man over some painful vagina. It must have been good. Investigator said Ulysses Laurentis Cruz, 55, fired several shots into the car of his into his the, into the car, killing his brother. Hmm. Another brother told police he witnessed the shooting and identified Cruz as the person. Damn, they killed one brother and the other brother pointed him out. Hmm. Identified Cruz as the person responsible. He reportedly told officers he and the victim were backing out of the driveway when Cruz pulled up next to them and began yelling at the victim about his girlfriend and opened fire. The police located Cruz a short time later and said they found a revolver at his home. Investigators said Cruz admitted he went to his brother's house with a gun to confront him about a personal matter, the girlfriend, and fired several shots. He claimed they were meant to be warning shots. Cruz is charged with first-degree murder and attempted murder. First-degree murder for killing his brother, attempted murder for almost killing his other brother. Damn. Over some vagina that wasn't really his. He could have got it from anywhere else. You niggas is weak than a bitch, boy. Yeah. I was raised. How you fucking fall out your brother about some box? Yeah, they don't know no uh, loyalty. Nah. Them hoes ain't loyal. You don't fall out your brother about no box? Nah, never. This one's called OKC Nasty Mama. Oklahoma City Nasty Mama? Oklahoma mom sends to 15 years in prison for allowing 12-year-old daughter to give birth to a 24-year-old man's baby. I could not refine that article. That was going to be my one, but when I went, you know how you fucking... Go hunting? Yeah. She didn't disappear it disappeared on me. Well, I got it. I'm glad you got it. Desiree Castilla pled guilty to child neglect and enabling child sexual abuse for allowing her 12-year-old daughter to give birth to a 24-year-old man's child. In June 2021, the preteen girl arrived at a Tulsa, Oklahoma hospital and was in labor. Investigators said the girl and the newborn's father walked in just like any other couple would, excited to deliver their newborn child. After arriving, hospital staff called 911 and the newborn's father, Juan Morada Gerard, was arrested and charged with first-degree rape. Investigators say Murata Nura was a 24-year-old man and was bragging about becoming a father with a child giving birth. Hmm. When officers arrived, he was also heard saying he had the family's blessing and was in a loving relationship with the 12-year-old daughter. 
He was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Yes. Castellana, the mom, was sentenced to 15 years in prison. Once she completes her sentence, she is required to register as a sex offender for the rest of her life. Oh, now, how does that help the baby? Well, the baby's still with the mama. She's 12. I'm talking wow. about both of them babies. I hope I she mean, has enough, but I mean, the, 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 the... Obviously, the whole family was in on it. That's you know disgusting. That is disgusting. He said, "I had the what do you say? I had the the the, the grace of the family. Blessing. Yeah, he said, I was I was the family, not just the mama, the family. Yeah, I was I was having a baby. So how many having a baby? How many times they done did this? I hope they all go to jail. That's crazy. I hope they all go to jail. He walking in like it's fucking normal and shit. Yeah. Like, Proud. Arm around her and shit, probably. The nurses said rubbing this, her belly. The nurses said this is a kid. You was a grown ass motherfucker. What are you doing? Shoving dick in a child. We thought this was your daughter. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? I got a twelve year old boy. If a grown man ever even think about blinking at my baby, mm-hmm. off with his motherfucking head. Yes, sir. I got a nineteen year old and a twenty four year old think about getting too close to my nigga. Find somebody your age. That is true. Shit. Not, not 19. She's 18. She'll be 19. Oh, she got to be 19. But still, I got a 16-year-old. Nigga, let you show up. And that's more prominent That's more prominent in her world now because she wasn't at college, right? Yeah, so, yeah. That is something to worry about. Yeah. I'm always worried. I understand. I got, I got, I'm engraving niggas' names on bullets, boy. You gonna figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> the bullet ain't got no name on it. Got yours. This one, dude. It's got yours right this here. Is Tommy, right here on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on here last night. <laughs> engraved it. Yeah. And it's got a little special drawing for you. Engraved motherfuckers. <laughs> all of them say Tommy on it. Yeah, all of them. All you niggas is Tommy. <laughs> I think that's all of it though, bro. Nah, that's all of it. Yeah, we have went through another week. That's one twenty two. One twenty two. Just touch. Just touch. Just touch. <laughs> touch. Yeah, hey, I like touch. subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Talk to us, we talk back. Yep. I talked back this week. I caught wind of uh start something. So I went in the comment you know, commented with him. On YouTube? Yeah. I'm glad you did because I've been busy so I didn't even Yeah, know. I was. I almost didn't see it. I just happened to go to it and I was like, oh, somebody commented already. Yeah, like three or four comments. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Give me I something just, to do. I haven't, uh, I, I ain't even been on, I ain't even looked at the last one because I was so fucking busy. I understand. So I appreciate you talking back because I couldn't talk back. It's out to the good. He always talks to yeah, me. Yeah, so I appreciate talk. him. If yes, we ever blow up, he is a real day one. You're going to be a moderator. Yeah, he will earn a uh, f- first tier badge. Yeah. <laughs> to the fan page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that special fan page. He will get it. Hell yeah. Let's see. Uh, we out of here. We out of here. It's late. See y'all niggas next week. Peace, peace. Peace.